XM 105, Sirius 206, the Opie and Anthony Channel. The Ron and Fez Show starts right now. Buddies, it's the Ron and Fez Show. We'll start me Monday. 866 
Ron Zero Fez. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ-6. Put us up with uh, some uh, Studio 54 channel music. Because the disco uh, guys just keep dying one after another. Again, it's just so fucking depressing. Robin Gibb, gone. <coughs> You're depressed about it, are you? Oh, sure. Disco is really dying Disco now. is dead, yeah. It's really dying. Uh, the thing is, <laughs> BG's Brothers Gibb, this guy lost three brothers. He's, he's just Gibb now. He's not even Brothers Gibb. He's just G. There's just one. One if, left. If he goes out on the road, he's got to go out as just G. And he can't harmonize. That's the fucking problem. Every song was harmony. Boom. You going to the G show tonight? Uh, craziness one. there, though, huh? Barry, only one left. Well, at least he is a B G then. <laughs> Barry Gibb. <laughs> no, I said B G. The B G's playing. <laughs> the, no, there's the B G. Just here, one dude. Gibb. Night fever. Night fever. <laughs> Everyone's just fucking all depressed. This isn't as good as I remembered it. <laughs> Nothing is. What the fuck? But we are blowing it up on Studio 54 here, the Death Channel, they now call it. <laughs> the Studio 54 channel. We opened that channel just in time for all these icons to die. Shit. That fucking thing's blowing up. Is it really? Oh, yeah. People, I mean, with Don, I mean, with last week, Don Summer and the Gib Man gone. But do you think that's helpful to the product? Or? Oh, yeah, because people are going to want to hear that music again, right? So, like, oh, shit. It is weird. When someone dies, they sell a bunch of records that week. Oh, my God. Gigantic. Everything goes back up. Fuck it. Freddie Mercury died. Queen hits the fucking number one again. You know, that's because there's people are just ghouls. Just awful fucking ghouls. I want to remember this now. Now that I avoid fucking ignored it for 20 years right now i now i do cherish him because he's dead <laughs> you know who i like dead people i can't get enough of them. they're the best they never disappoint me they're always there i'm gonna go to a concert at the cemetery tonight and just fucking <laughs> hang out i think maybe people do like to cry you know what i mean like they like to oh, feel sad because it's, it's like a bitter when someone dies and someone they like it's like almost bittersweet right so it's like they're right. feeling like oh they did all these great things now they're gone I got to remember them and I'll be great because I'm gonna remember them and fucking continue on their greatness whatever. because you used to hear them in some fucking the record played in some club in Iowa <laughs> you weren't even at 54 alright it is the Ron and Fez show um, big Saturday Night Live the other night with Mr. Mick Jagger your boys the Foo Fighters Nice. Very, very strong. They're fucking, they're one of the last rock bands that could still fucking really kill it. Now, did you watch them? Yeah. And I uh, I saw the, the end part, and I saw most of it, yeah. Oh, you mean the Kirsten Wig, everybody dance with her Maybe and send her out? Yeah, yeah. Did you like that, or? Um, I was weird that Mick wasn't singing. I, I was a little put off by that. Uh, he sang <laughs> enough, though. No, I wanted to fucking <laughs> just take it out. He was singing constantly throughout the show. The weird thing for me was, <laughs> all right, Kirsten Wig. All right, you know, she's leaving. A lot of fucking great people left that show and then get shot out of a cannon for how, it. How the hell did, how did this all fall into place for Kristen Wiig? I mean, Sudeikis and fucking Sandberg are gone, too. But fuck those guys. What about, like, Will Farrell and fucking, <laughs> you know, Dan Aykroyd? They're fucking sitting there going, Jesus Christ. I didn't get a song. Huh? Fucking Lauren didn't come on stage with me and dance with me. Yeah, that was that when he came out. I was like, oh, shit, Lauren, what it, the fuck? It was like the dad at a wedding, though. It was a very strange thing. And everyone, of course, was moved by it because it's so unexpected. 
It was certainly good TV. I'm just like really thinking, if I put together my best of casts, would she be one of the girls? But I pick her over Gilda. No, no I don't she, know. She won. I mean, she's she's strong. She's been great these last few years. This that show has been the chick show now for like twelve years. It really has been. It seemed like she only really lost it when Sudeikis fucking hugged her. She yeah, because she fucking said, you should be getting this dance, too. <laughs> I think that there was an embarrassment there. Well, Sandberg almost showed her pussy to everyone. Yeah, but guess what, dude? That was fucking planned, too. I don't think so. I think yes, that was totally they did. spur of the moment. They, yeah, there was also a spur of the moment in dress rehearsal. <laughs> it's the exact same thing. But it's just weird when you see that there are teacher's pets. You know, and I'm not, it's not taking a thing away from her talent, but a lot of fucking people have left that show and not got heat for it. Yeah, Tim Meadows, he didn't get shit. Tim Meadows, they probably should have fucking, uh, didn't even know that he really joined it. <laughs> but when you think of all the great fucking people, uh, and people who fucking rocked it when they're, uh, you know, Dana Carvey didn't get that kind of fucking send-off. Mike Myers, Lord, nothing. Lauren doesn't come on stage with Phil Hartman. Oh, Jesus. Kristen Wiig, everybody loves you. Oh, God. You are seriously teacher's pet. I think Lauren gave her a fucking car, so when she goes to college, she'll be able... She's getting to live off campus, too. What? Lauren loves her. She doesn't have to be in the fucking dorms the rest of us? No, she needs an apartment. I got this shitty meal plan. I got this asshole's loud all the time. She's actually got an apartment that has a gym. Oh, That's how fuck. much Lauren loves her. <sighs> this is uh, totally unfair. Well, Sandberg did get the last uh, digital short, which came full circle. They were very sentimental the other night. Very fucking sentimental. They're all falling apart. And then Mick is on there fucking crushing. And I'm just thinking, how many days before Keith says something mean? You know Keith, <laughs> he doesn't mind Mick going out there. Well, he's not crazy when Mick goes out there, but doing Stone songs? Fuck no. That'll, that'll put him a little fucking a little pissed off. It depends on how his health is, because there were those health rumors. If he's feeling better, he'll definitely take a shot. Um... Tom, Tom, you're on Run Fez. Hi, gentlemen. Yeah. I'm wondering if perhaps Kristen Wiig got the big send-off because she's the hot movie commodity man. Yeah, but so was Mike Myers when he left. Fuck yeah. Uh, Will Ferrell was kind of a movie star when he left. Uh, Dana Carvey had movies then. But they didn't Mike have Myers. movies that came out while they yes, were Yes, they uh, did. That's fucking crazy talk. Wayne's World came out. Wayne's World came out. was gigantic. The Blues Brothers movie came out. It was gigantic. Eddie Murphy was a fucking way bigger star than anybody else was at that time. What? And let me tell you something. Lauren produced the uh, the Wayne's World movie. He produced and all that shit. He's got. He ain't getting any goddamn bridesmaids money. <laughs> John Hamm showed up. Don Draper. He's there constantly. He really is. Him and Wig. I don't know. Yeah. Well, they're buddies, I guess. I guess. I'm not gonna sit around and try fucking to guess. Suck. Stop. I watched Mad Men. That Don Draper sure sure is a fucking cad. You know, do you ever see those things that uh the people that they, they run these ads, people are just falling out of buildings? Yeah. Did you see the one that just says Chris Stanley? Oh and yeah, yeah. It looks like he's falling out of our building. Yeah, Christopher Stanley. That's he's an actor on Mad Men. He he's married to Don Draper's wife now, Betty Draper. In real life? No, I'm just on the show. But yeah, this guy Christopher Stanley. Uh <laughs> I was like, oh shit, there I am, baby. Yeah, here he is. That does remind me of you going out a fucking window. 
Uh, Greg, you're on the Run and Fest show. Oh, uh, hey, boys. Uh, yeah, I watched that the other night, and um, it's only rock and roll. Holy shit. At one point, uh, Pat Smear looks like an 18-year-old kid, fucking totally psyched like he woke up in some dream. He's playing with Mick Jagger. That was awesome. They actually kicked ass on it. It's only rock and roll the other night. Good, good work, Mick. The, you know what was funny about that performance, too, is it just kept picking up steam. As yeah, no it was doubt. Going along. Um, oh, cool. And Mick, how old is he? He's like 80, and he looks fucking great. Oh, he'll, he'll never age. That's Why? just how he's going to look. Rock and roll. I don't know whether he's drinking fucking virgin blood or some shit. Good, good. drink more. Stay, stay fucking healthy. And like you'll see people like he looks old. His face, dude. You have no fucking old idea how old the dude is. He's seventy. He's seventy years old. <laughs> what the fuck? Mo just think of your grandfather when he was seventy. <laughs> He's going on worldwide fucking tours. He's seventy years old. Shit, it's unbelievable. Killing on Saturday Night Live. Um. All right, it's the Ron and Fez Show. Eight six six. Ron Zero Fez, 866-RON-ZERO Fez. One of my favorite stories over the weekend is the uh, the guy who has 30 kids from 11 different women, and he showed up in court uh, asking if he could keep some more of his money because he pays 50% in child support, and the dude makes minimum wage. Yeah, he... This is impossible. Just stop charging him fucking child support because that cash you're giving him really going to help. I mean, what the How fuck? How about this? How about he stops having fucking kids every two seconds? I guess that could help. Or gets the type of career, which I don't even know of one, where you're going to have 30 kids. Reality show. That's the fucking type of career you can have. And this is not an old dude. There's two different fucking times that he had four kids in the same year from four different mothers. Twice that happened to him. He's very virile. His now, the, yeah, I guess he is. Chism is fucking nonstop. Guy fucking sneezes and three girls get pregnant. <laughs> yeah, you think you'd wrap up. But, I mean, really, the guy makes minimum wage and taking 50%. That's, no one's going to live off that. Like, that he ought to fucking save his money, buy a fucking bullet, and shoot himself in the head. <laughs> I like to see those fucking 30 goddamn hungry kids all go over the house at the same time and whip his ass. be great. Now, the Hodge twins ain't having any of this. And they've uh, done a Hodge... Uh, a hajatorial on this. Yeah, let's get up past the point where they're just staring at fucking cameras. Because they do that shit. That's weird. The Hodges don't fucking play around. There we go. 11 different women. 30 kids by 11 different he women. he thought that shit was... Thought he was a player. You know, bet he had a reputation he had to pull. Think about that. 30 kids with 11 different women. Laid down with them and just started busting nuts deep inside... Thirty kids. Yeah, just leave his nuts hanging out, and he's just nuts is tight, right? He's just exploding, and all these women, and all these babies exploding are coming out. in him, man. And all these damn babies are coming out, man. Yeah, he in there, he in there, fucking a girl, right? <laughs> all them kids, you can hear them in the background. Oh, mom and daddy, open the door. And he like that. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> he's still in there busting up. Cause thirty kids, eleven different women. Every house he go to, oh, man, it sounds like a fucking daycare center in the background. <laughs> he and there busting nuts. Look here, man. He talking about, he go to transport. Look, I got 30 different kids. I, I, I got a minimum wage paying job. Y'all need to cut me some slack. What? That's what he talking about. Y'all need to cut me some slack, man. man. I only get paid minimum wage. Man, you a damn fool. 
You a damn fool, man. You should have realized that after 15 kids. No, man. Look here, man. You kept on busting nuts. You got 30 kids, man. Hey. You got 30 kids. Hold on, man. I'm going to give you some advice. You ever heard of the withdrawal method? I do it all the time. Let me explain to you how it works. Right there when you banging them sugar walls up, right? You're like, ah, 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 and you get that tingling feeling all up in your balls. Yeah, and you get them chill bumps all over your body. Chills, your hair standing up on the back of your neck. That's when, that's when you pull that motherfucker out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't shoot in her, shoot on her. Put all that dick butter all over. Yeah, remember, pull out, squirt all over the place. Squirt wherever, but just don't squirt inside them shit walls. A baby gonna come out, man. Baby gonna come out, man. Baby gonna come out, man. Baby gonna come out. Baby gonna but come out. maybe he's got, maybe, maybe he's one of them dudes in the leaky faucet motherfuckers. Yeah? You know, pre-coming motherfuckers. <laughs> you know? Motherfucker stick his dick, his dick is just leaking all over the fucking place. You know? It's fucking, yeah. you know, your girl's right there, he's walking up to the bed just leaving a trail of fucking semen. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but you know what? If you got that problem, man, you should realize, hey, I got a leaky faucet, man. You gotta work. You need, to go, you need to go see Doc Schultz about that shit. And work on them, man. Yeah. But you know, it's not just his fault. These women, they they just, they just as stupid as you are. All of y'all some dumb motherfuckers. That's the Hodge twins. They don't fucking play games. They're fucking throwing out some wisdom. They do. They put it out there. That withdrawal method. Unless you have a leaky faucet. Leave that dick butter all over. <laughs> but thirty kids. Is homeroom. There was fucking 30 kids in your class. Could you imagine oh, if your father came in there and everyone yelled dad at the same time? Ugh, that'd be fucking whacked out. This guy's a fucking crazy bastard. And this, and now we're having people wondering if there ever should be abortion? Fuck, there should be more. There I, should be more abortions. I'm all for abortions. I'm fucking... Uh, I'd go to a fucking march for pro-abortion shit. It should be just the opposite of like whether you can get abortions you should fucking have to show up whether you can have a kid or not and have somebody go over who's paying for this kid not fucking this dude he's making minimum wage this guy must have the fucking rap of a lifetime though this guy must just start talking to these girls and their fucking pants are falling down here's the bad side of this because everybody looks at it and is going wait 11 fucking broads 30 kids we haven't seen the caliber of fucking mother here. No. That's the problem. It could be a real whacked out broad. I mean, there's fat a ass of... lonely girl club. He's fucking running. <laughs> maybe there one. Maybe one that's attractive. Who knows? At least before the pregnancy. The odds have got to be on his fucking side. At it's once. One in ten. All right. <laughs> but you don't know. He might be fucking breadcrumbs. He might be just looking for fucking crumbs. Let everybody else attack the <laughs> loaf. I hope they don't expect him to be in the delivery room for the births. He'd, he'd be running from delivery room to delivery room. I'm fairly sure that he don't even know all those kids' names, Fez. I don't think that he's the type of father showing up in delivery rooms. Or like birthdays. How could you keep up? Maybe he has a Blackberry calendar. Like, I can already tell you, I have no idea what all my nieces and nephews' names are. I am very fucking confused with it because there starts to be more and more of them. So just after a while, you're just like, what's up, kid? What's up, dog? What's up, little man? You want to watch me smoke? Come on over here. That's fun. Yeah, this this guy is, is these kids, who knows what the hell's going to happen to them. We all know what's going to happen to them. We don't know that for sure. They're all going to be down by law before you fucking know it. You don't know that. Uh, that's up on the, uh, on the iBank today. Uh, 
I just was told like it was, though. Just pull that dick out. You know, it's really weird. You ever see how, like, like you'll see this story about fucking athletes? You know, some fucking yeah. guy playing in guy the, the NBA. Jets has, or, like, 11 kids or something. Yeah. And you're just like, what? This guy fucking crushed them. 30? Fuck you. That guy's getting, the guy in the Jets getting a reality show, I think. Him and all his baby mamas and his children. How many has he got? I believe he has 11. Who's this, Sanchez? <laughs> no, it's not Sanchez. How many, um, how many fucking, uh... Yeah, it's Antonio uh, Cromartie. Eight kids. He has eight kids. How many moms? Seven women. He's spreading it around, at least. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's 12 kids. Excuse me. Eight with seven women and four with his wife. Excuse me. So it's fucking 12. <laughs> uh, Mike Houston, you're in my face. Hey, Ronnie, I work out at an oil rig in South Texas. I work with a guy who's 24 years old. He's got eight kids by seven different women. Owes $14,000 in back in back uh, child support. And we make about two grand a week. That is, the, you guys just bust his balls the whole time? Yeah, we call him Sprinkles. Oh, that's a good nickname for him. Fucking Sprinkles. What is his defense, Mike? <laughs> he's got two other girlfriends right now, and he's fat as fuck. I, I don't know. I, I've never seen the girls, so they're probably pretty ugly. See, that's the thing I look into. See, there, you know, you try it when a lot of guys are like, I can't meet a woman. They fucking tend, like, they'll go in a club. There's two fucking model types in there. 90 guys run at her. Yeah. No. You can't fucking play that game. They, the models won't fuck me, so I'll be alone forever. Yes, you will. <laughs> Unless you're a crazy baller or a model yourself. Hicks, you throw another B story in. Yeah. Nobody likes bees the way this fucking guy does. Look. For years, we've been hearing about colony collapse disorder, where all the bees are disappearing. If the bees disappear, the world's gonna fucking fall apart, because fucking bees pollinate all of our fucking flowers. Everything yeah. runs from the bees. Yeah. Gotta have the bees. Bees are disappearing, they say, with cell phones. Yeah. Now, the other day, did you see that lady on the west side? No. Couldn't get out of her car. She had to call 911. Her and a little girl were stuck in the car. Bees were swarming around them. Oh, my God. Angry fucking bees. That's fucking scary. Yeah? It doesn't fucking seem like it's fucking a bee shortage, but I mean, that's what they're telling us yeah. all over the fucking world. So, between 50 and 90% of all the bees in Europe and North America are apparently are fucking dead. They found out it's because of a pesticide by Bear, who makes fucking aspirin. They, they finally narrowed it down to Bear and two pesticides that they've created. I can't pronounce them. Imadichloroprid is one of them. Mm -hmm. And these pesticides are to protect corn. So we need it, and the bear King corn, king corn. That's right. I saw that documentary. Right, how many bees are we down? Uh, on average, of every hive they have, between fifty and ninety percent. So even there, when there are hives, there's not as many bees. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That seems fucking crazy. And Bear knew that this shit was bad for the bees, but they did it anyway. That's that's what I was reading through this article. And now that's we figured out. It's not cell phones. It's not weird electricity going through the air. It's pesticides that are killing all the bees. Years ago, those pesticides used to get into babies somehow. Oh. And you'd have those fucking flaminamite babies, those fucking flipper babies. Like DDT or whatever, yeah. that shit? I don't know what it was. It's we used to call them Merc babies when I was a little kid. And in school, we'd always go through every fucking magazine in the uh, library until we could find Merc babies. We were obsessed with them. They would always like just show babies with like flippers. Oh, that's all we could talk about fuck. when we were kids. What is it about a kid wants the whole world to be a freak show? Because <laughs> freaks are cool. 
Oh man, flipper babies are real. That was a fucking yeah. joke. No, that isn't a fucking joke, dude. Oh, that shit comes down. Just abort the flipper babies. Well, they didn't know back then. You didn't have all the fucking pretesting like you can now. That flipper baby came and wear a shirt. Well, you can't wear a long sleeve. <laughs> Tank tops, fucking fine. <laughs> But then wherever you go, people are looking at your flippers. You know, you got to fucking explain it. I don't know. My mom was eating tuna or something. I don't know. What the fuck? Do me a favor and fucking just scratch the back my back for me because I can't reach it. I got flippers instead of hands. Oh. Okay, flipper kid. If I had a flipper, baby, I'd definitely try to see if I couldn't buy a blowhole for it and just let it live in the sea. I don't know. if that, How's it going to swim? Well, it's flippers. How's a fucking sea lion swim? It's true. They don't have any fucking hands. There's no toes on a sea lion. They get around. They're fucking hauling ass. A penguin, nobody swims like a penguin. That thing looks like a uh, like a torpedo in the water. I don't even know how they get moving. Like, Look, look at that fucking flipper, baby. Oh, fucking looks like his flippers. Yeah, I know, it's but really he doesn't accurate. even... Yeah, he doesn't have thighs, nothing. No. Just a fucking torso. I don't even see a dick there. No ass. Just a flipper. Nice fucking put-together head, though. Like, there's nothing weird about the head. It looks normal that way. If I was ever a scientist, I'd be like this all the time. But why isn't the head fucked up? Why isn't the head a flipper? <laughs> all right, your B stories... Uh, some of these people were saying bees are annoying. Yes, they're fucking annoying, but they get shit done. We need them. Unlike you, Blue Manta, who do nothing but post, fucking bees are out there. They're moving pollen around. Yeah, they're pollinating shit. They're keeping the ecosystem in check. Um, it's horrifying that all the bees are gone. Then we're fucked. They're like the happening up in this motherfucker. I was over at the coffee shop the other night, and fucking... 90 people were talking about their uh, hay fever and shit like that yeah. and their allergies. And I'm like, I can't even fucking relate to you. I don't get it. How the fucking grass or weeds make somebody sick? You're faking. <laughs> I really do feel like they're faking. I think it takes some Claritin. Doesn't that work? Everybody was eating Claritin. Yeah. That's a fucking good point. Yeah. People love it. But I'm sorry. A flower is going to fucking beat you in a fight? That fucks people up. I've seen people. What is this? Wizard of Oz? Poppies. Poppies will make them sleep. Mm. Um, Zippy, Georgia. Yeah, flamidibite babies were a side effect of morning sickness pill. It wasn't DDT or insecticides or anything. They, you know, moms had morning sickness. They say, here, take this. And then after all the kids came looking out but like a uh, freaking freak show, that's when they said, oops. Uh, we made a mistake. But, like, here's what I don't understand. Maybe, and I don't know why the pharmaceutical companies wouldn't think of this. Maybe we have morning sickness for a reason. You know what I mean? Like, maybe that the body needs to expel things, whatever. Maybe the last thing you need to do is not have morning sickness. No one ever gets around to saying, oh, nature works exactly the way nature is supposed to work. No, we want to change nature. We don't want to fucking deal with any inconveniences from nature. Yeah, but you don't want to come up with a pill so people can't shit. Like, what can we do? We want, oh, if you take this pill, you'll be able to hold a shit for seven years. That's not going to be good for you, Chris. That's, that's going to be a lot of shit built up inside of me. That's true. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if I can deal with that. 
I'm saying in the short run, you're like, this is great. I never have to worry about shitting. In the long run, you got a body full of shit. Where's all the food go? And that's what I'm saying about the morning pill. Why do people think that there's so much smarter than nature? Or, for you religious types, why do people think you're so much smarter than God? The architect of the whole deal. They didn't want to deal. Isn't that a good indicator, though, of, like, you're pregnant, the fucking morning sickness? Yeah, but then you already, you know, once you find out, right. some women are, like, get the morning sickness thing throughout. Some only have it in the very beginning. Who knows? But what makes people just constantly think, all right, this is the way the universe runs. I'm going to come up with a pill that makes that stop happening. Because it, uh, it sucks, I guess, to vomit. So they're just like, fuck it. We don't want to deal with this. Can now, we figure out a way to fix it? We're only at the, you know, how long since we even realized that bees were important, right? I mean, it's probably only been like a hundred years, years like maybe a thousand tops, right? Yeah. But they've been around doing that shit that was so important all that time. Doing their bee stuff. Fucking flowers. Whatever they're doing. Doing hives and shit. Yeah, money. whatever. All these, all these things that you think, oh, that's fucking useless. Maybe there's some importance to it. Maybe you don't need to be fucking with it. But I guess, you know, people get mad at doctors. They're like, they're playing God. We probably started playing God the first time we came up with a roof. You know, I'm, I'm sure there was someone going, I don't know. Maybe we're supposed to be rained on. No, this is better to be dry. Um, Brian, you're on the run of Fest show. Hey, you brought up that idea of, you know, shitting once a year thing as a joke. But there are birth control like pills that they actually advertise it as you're only going to have two periods a year. Like, how yeah, I saw that? that thing. That fucking weirded me yeah, out. Depot shots or something? I don't trust that shit. And how, how fucking bad are those periods? Jesus. <laughs> oh, God must be like being a fucking gut wound. Shot. Gut shot. Or you like have to a take fu- vacation time. Um. Yeah, I don't know why a woman would want to get in and start fucking around with that. Because, like... What if you've missed a shot or something? It's, it seems very, like, fucking not precise, this fucking just shot. All right, you can fucking get jizz in you for, whatever, six months, a year. Seems fucking a little dodgy. See, that's not the only reason why they do it, though, because some women, they fucking suffer through the, you know, once a month and this and that. I don't know. There's another way. It looked like God fucked up. It just looked like that was a bad plan. Oh, at least you know that's the only one and not pregnant. That's good. That's good indicator. <laughs> Thank God for that. Um, let's go over here to Mike. Mike, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, Ronnie, there's actually a correlation between uh, the severity of morning sickness and the healthiness of the pregnancy. So the worse the morning sickness is, the higher your odds of having a healthy child are. Now, is that uh, like an old wives' tale, or is that science? No, that's, uh, that's uh, from studies, from uh, scientific, scientific studies. Because not all women have them. And then they have no. healthy kids. Yeah, well, it's not a, it's not a rule. It's just a correlation. That doesn't make sense. Fucking correlation would sound like a rule to me. <laughs> I think it's just a theory. It's a theory about a correlation. Don't confuse that with a rule. We got a picture up. 42 babies that are cuter than humans. Now, for some reason, oh. and you see this throughout nature... Babies are cute. Now, I had read this before. The reason 
that we think, and it's not that we think babies are cute. The reason that babies are cute to us, right? Yeah. Is so we won't kill them. <laughs> That's good. But this work. is actually a defense. That the fact that not only, like when you see a human baby, do you think that it's adorable, but you look around at stuff that isn't even normally fucking cute. If you look at some of these pictures here, that baby alligator, baby oh, crocodile is cute as they're shit. They're great. Look and how you, tiny they are. If they stayed like that, you would want them. A baby tiger, adorable. Uh, and you know you'd be scared shitless of a big tiger in your house. Baby wolf cute baby bear baby elephant i mean what the hell is that all about why do we just think that ba look at a uh, baby vampire bat that thing it's the first it's top one that thing is the cutest shit that's a little nose look at that but that just that keeps us from doing what we th should be doing which is stomping it with a fucking boot I don't know if we can stop all of them, maybe the dangerous ones. Now, here's the hard thing, and I'm always species first. But when you look at these pictures, there might be some babies out there cuter than human babies. Yeah, I, I, I like the baby animals more than the baby humans. I mean, if you put a human up there, it might finish 43rd in this contest right now. You're telling me this baby platypus isn't cuter than a baby human? A baby platypus is pretty fucking cute. Look at that duck fucking bill there. No, fucking the internet proved that. Goddamn uh, kitten videos are the biggest thing in the fucking world. That's the porn. Uh, Paul, you're on my face. Hey, buddies. Um, yeah, I, I read an article about this. It's uh, facial structure of babies of all sorts, any animal. And I think it's more if the mother abandons or the father abandons the baby, something else sees it, and uh, we release a chemical in our brain. It's called oxidant or something uh, that will make us want to take care of the baby. All right. Now, who's behind that gimmick? Who's behind what? I'm sorry? Who would be behind that gimmick? Are you telling me that evolution came up yeah. with, let's make the babies cute so another species would take care of it? That's yeah, a fucking... And one of the that's... same, uh, you know, or another platypus will come upon right. it. Right. It sounds like eugenics and but science wait, fiction shit. But here's the thing. You were telling me that a platypus could tell a cute platypus from an ugly platypus? Yeah, it's facial structure, it's symmetry, it's the spacing of the eyes makes uh, your brain release a chemical that acts like love or makes you feel love. Well, what happens when you see a beady-eyed motherfucker like Chris Stanley? Beady? You, you uh, throw it in a river? <laughs> you seriously? Fuck that. I'm fucking digging my way out of that goddamn river. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Why didn't your parents want any more kids after you? Because both your fucking eyes were lighting up right next to each other like an eight. Uh-uh. They are just broke. They knew better. I'm not sure I was playing in the first Here's place. Here's the thing. Chris Stanley's eyes were so close together, pupils would sometimes switch sides. Oh, I have great fucking well-proportioned eyes. They're, they are well-proportioned. <laughs> yeah. They're just really close together. Oh, they're great that like way. Like a fucking cyclops. Mm -mm. No, I have two eyes. Then how come the day you were born, your father screamed out, it can't be real? <laughs> this is not ours. I think that was just drug-induced dementia. Uh, Keith, you're on the run of Fest show. What's up, fellas? The guy that called before that said that uh, the morning sickness to help get a baby, that's the same people that tell you that uh, when the mother's pregnant and she has a heartburn and the baby's going to be born with a lot of hair. That, that my, my kid was born bald as could be and my wife had heartburn straight through. It was so full of shit. Yeah, I, I don't believe that story either. I did not believe that at all because women are 
really different when it comes to a lot of that stuff. You know, the way they carry the baby. There's some women that are, like, in bed for, like, seven months, and then they have a healthy baby. Other women are like jocks. They have a weak-ass baby. It's weird. Uh, you only get to pick one of those babies. Okay. Other cute babies. And then the other 41 are put to death. <laughs> so what? which one do you pick? You can only save one of these poor little baby animals? Yes. All right. Take the cute little weasel. No, I'm going to take the penguins. Put a bowl in the rest of those fucking animals' heads. I'll do it myself. Fuck it. Where are you going to keep a penguin at your house? Fridge. Oh, that's cute. Every time you open up your kegerator, there's a fucking penguin hey, in there. Hey, has it going? <laughs> Having a good time People in there? People do fucking like penguins way out of proportion. That movie fucking really put them over the edge. Beforehand, they were popular, but that goddamn March movie just people's heads exploded because baby penguins were everywhere remember when you were going to the zoo when you were a kid like classes and everybody be like where's the penguins yeah but that, I didn't like it because the fucking thing stunk terribly the penguin fucking tank what did you like to look for I like the fucking uh, the bear I like bears even though they always look sad and depressed the, the one in the Philadelphia Zoo when I was a kid they used to just keep them in cement fucking blocks back then <laughs> it was so fucking cra- it was like a crazy bear one thing I always loved was, like, fucking otters, because they would be doing a show for you at nice. the zoo. They're sliding, and they're fucking doing shit, and they're coming over to see you. I hate any animal that would ignore you. A like, lot of them do that, like, yeah, especially like in the reserves. Way over in the distance, there's a fucking giraffe. Well, how does that help me? Right. Fuck! Now suddenly I got bad seats for the giraffe? Sorry, this was a bad day. The animal's in a bad mood or some bullshit. Oh, hold on. Here's here's a nurse from Ohio who's going to help us. Nurse Lisa. Hello, guys. Good Hi. morning. Love the show. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for taking my call. That's my I job. Have, I could comment on all of it. It's driving me crazy. All right, good. Help us. I want to help you. I want to guide you, show you the light. The um, correlation of the morning sickness and healthy pregnancy, there is truth to that. However, like the gentleman said, it's not a rule. It's not a myth either. It is related to morning sickness is caused by the high level of the pregnancy hormone in the bloodstream. So higher the level of the pregnancy hormone, theoretically, the healthier the pregnancy. You follow me? Yeah, I do. But I have to tell you this, Nurse Lisa. I'm yes, a little sir. scared of women having babies, the whole idea of it. I don't think it should happen. It's I just... believe it should be developed in a lab. It's just a little nerve-wracking to me. I just worry about it all the time. Yeah, I worry, too. That's why I only had one period once a year with you were talking about the birth control. Oh, my and God. somebody said, what kind of period would that be? It's a totally different... It's not like that. It does Your body doesn't store it up until then. Where does it go? Well, that's an excellent question. Thanks. The actual process of having a period is the lining of the uterus oh, actually see. peels out. Okay. It suppresses that process so it doesn't happen at all. It just makes it as your body believes that you're pregnant, basically. It thinks that there's something in there keeping it so it doesn't need to come out. Oh, so you get extra I know eggs. It's disgusting, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. And I, <laughs> I know that it's not to some people. Like, I, I'm a nurse and I think it's just gross. If I was a nurse, <laughs> I'd spend all day long throwing up. I would. <laughs> And saying, don't touch me, I'd say to people. There was uh, 60 Minutes last night. This guy only deals with rare diseases. 
And every disease that he went to was freaking me out. I was uh, feeling like, what if I had that? Like fleshing diseases and shit like that? Or yeah, I mean, there was that. There was like disorders. muscles that were fucking contracting at such a rate. This is like stuff people don't even know. Like, it's a rare disease, right? If 200,000 people have it, it's still rare. This guy went beyond to where there's only like one or two people. So he could study it. What kind of fucked up luck is that? You're the one person with this fucked up disease. I know, man. Jesus. I know. That's why that 60 Minutes can fuck you up. Mr. B, can I help you with anything else before I get no, out of your No, but it's very, thank you so much. It's great to talk to an expert. <laughs> thanks for taking my call. All right, thanks for saying uterus lining first thing in the morning. It's really helpful. Ugh. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Mark. Mark, you're on my fez. Hey, where's Fezzi at, Ronnie? Where's he at? He's you over here. It looks like he's having a tighten-up day today. I haven't heard of him in, like, for hours. Anyway, two things. Number one, you're in terms of Staten Island. Go figure. Staten Island myself. Your brother, good man. Secondly, kids suck, dude. Babies suck. You had a baby before? They keep you awake. Yeah. They shit. They stay awake all night. They make you crazy. No sex life, no life. You brought and up my brother to me? Is that you? You know my brother? No, very well. Coast Guard, yeah. Uh, very well. You know where he is now? He's in Australia. Is he? My son's going to say this this summer. Go figure. Yeah. All right. You ought to, I served with him for about 10 years. You ought, to, uh, you ought to hook up with him. I think he's back in the States for uh, a, a week or two, and then he's heading back. You ought to check in with him, though. Is he more handsome than you are? I know he is. Oh, fuck yeah. He's a very <laughs> handsome man. All right. Talk to you later, bro. Um, here's the thing. Babies aren't overly attractive to us because we're men and that's somehow you don't see nature the way it truly is if you're a man don't like children but did you ever notice the person who's like oh this baby doesn't have a home a woman will do that all the time or they will pick up other people's babies and start going oh we should have there's one. like a connection with yes the, it's, it's weird which is like nature i guess it's Give me the, technology. But we do the same thing if we see a bulldozer or a shotgun <laughs> or something that we can do. That's badass. Yes. <laughs> Come on, let's do a piece of that. Right. So, like, just like you notice, like, if you ever walk by a construction site, you can't stop without going, what the fuck? What do they think they're doing? Back you don't realize what they should... Here's how they could do it better. You never have to go... I'll walk by a building. I've never done that kind of work in my life, and I start thinking... You know what? I think they got too many guys in this department. They want to move a couple over here. <laughs> that's the way a woman is when she sees a baby. That's wild. If that's their thing in that. Yeah. Shit. A woman seeing a baby is like a man seeing a construction site or a fucking heavy metal show where you want to stop and just see what the fuck they're doing. And actually investigate. Yeah, judge and then figure out that you should be doing it better. <laughs> this set isn't tight at all. Uh, Charlie, you're on my face. Hey, what's going on, Ronnie B? If you notice, too, the um, the ones that are pictured by themselves, they don't look as cute as the ones that are in a group. But if I had a choice of eating some of these, like a bag full, mm-hmm. bandits look good to pop in your mouth, and the badgers look good. Uh, I'm going to look this over. There's, they all kind of look delicious. But I will disagree. I think the singles I like better than a pack. I don't like a pack of anything. You know, you I like a lone, lone wolf. Right like the little bag of uh, little bag of pandas looks good to pop pandas. Mm. Man, those pandas shouldn't even be alive. They don't even fuck in the wild. Let me tell you something. If you ate a bag of pandas, baby pandas, it would definitely be the most expensive meal you've ever had in your life. 
Mm, but I bet it'll be good as fuck. That, seriously, yeah. It's going to be delicious, but do me a favor, Chris. Yeah. Finish it, because I look over, and you left any fucking panda meat behind. Yeah. That's going to be an insult to me. Listen, I'll fucking devour all this panda meat, because I don't think I'm going to get another chance to eat it. You probably won't. So I'm going to fucking savor it. I used to know some guy that used to, when we did the show in Florida, used to bring us exotic fucking foods all the time. We'd be eating ostrich or whatever the fuck he had. Nice. Yeah, was sometimes it you, like really good or was it all weird? Sometimes you felt like a little bad eating it. Like, I don't know. This thing had to travel this far <laughs> just so I could sit here and eat puma. Holy shit. Yeah, we ate some puma. That's fucking nuts. Was it gamey? No, it was delicious. But you know what? If I'm going to be honest, he cooked a lot of stuff with garlic. And you could put garlic on a boot, and it's fucking tasty. Mm. Smash that fucking shit. I don't know what it is about that. It's very magical, because you can't bite into a garlic and feel good about yourself. But a little garlic stuff on anything, and you're like, what is this, dog shit? <laughs> yeah, Very but... garlicky. Yeah. It's my recipe, dog shit and garlic. Oh. You like that? Can I eat more of that garlic juice? <laughs> Here you go. That's like when you eat snails. You wouldn't think you ever ate a snail. You start rubbing it in that fucking garlic that butter. That garlic fucking... Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Delicious. Duh, it's the best. They ought to give little kids pills. Garlic fucking buttered flavored pills. Here you go, little man. Uh, Dave wants to talk about bees. Hey, there was a movie uh came out last year, a couple years ago, called Vanishing the Bees, and they pretty much figured it out. It's systemic pesticides they put it in the genetic material of seeds yeah. so it stays in the plant no matter what so it never goes away and the bees just you know it kills them the pesticides they've done good and bad you have to it, it's a lie to say that they haven't done it good because people used to get their crops wiped, wiped out. out but who knows how much of pesticide stuff we've eaten Oh, hell yeah. From just regular, like, fucking shitty supermarket food? It's all covered in it. I told you when I was a kid, they used to bring a truck around. Like, if you lived there, and they would shoot the smoke out, and we'd run through it. Oh, no. And I'm not I'm not even fucking making this up. It was, like, the funnest thing I ever did. Because it was like running through a cloud, and then all of a sudden you couldn't fucking breathe anymore, and you'd fall out and start coughing. Oh, Christ. Have to recatch your breath, and then run after the fucking... We used to call it the smoke truck, but I don't think it was smoke. It was just straight pesticides. Dirty chemicals. Yeah. Protect everything. And this one time I saw a guy, he was carrying it around like it was a bazooka, and he was just, it was like Spraying. a portable, yeah. He was just shooting smoke out. Fuck. Seems like a good gig. I never saw another one in my life, though. Probably because they bar made him illegal. Since I just, yeah, I wish I would have cherished it more. <laughs> I just wish I would have fucking cherished it. <laughs> Fez, you haven't talked in an hour. It's because I told you you couldn't talk about the gay thing off the bat. Oh, no, no, no just uh, Monday nerves. Because he wanted, he had a gay story, and I'm like, I'm going to give you a gift today. Don't open with a gay story. No, no get, keep the gay out of the way. For a little while, until the audience gets a little more used to the fact that you're going to bring up just gay things. It's Monday morning, let's ease into it. The sporting on Saturday. I get up in the morning, I watch the Chelsea game, which turned out to be a $90 million game. Whoever fucking wins goes into the higher tier league over there. Holy shit. You get $90 million for your team. After that, I'm going hockey. 
fucking Rangers. Immediately after that, I'm watching Rangers and Devils. Uh, that takes me into the next uh, thing, which is the championship game. And Chelsea wins, which was turned out to be a $25 million game for them because they got back in the Champions League. The seconds that this is over, as they're holding the cup up, I go shooting over to the Preakness. Oh, hell yeah. I'm like the ESPN zone That's at awesome. this point. That's a hell of a fucking Saturday. And that Preakness race was, okay, Chick doesn't know what he's talking about. He no dick. He fucked us over again. Yeah. But that race was so fucking exciting. I was so fucking juiced watching yeah. that thing. I was losing my fucking mind. Go, just watch, as, as they go around the last fucking turn, and they have the markers of 300 yards, 200 right. yards, 100 yards. And I thought that fucking horse, I'll have another, was done. And he comes back to win by a fucking nose. Mind-blowing. It was so exciting. I was on the phone at the time, and I'm calling the race. <laughs> and somewhere in there, I'm starting thinking, I'm really good at this. Go for it. And I'd really like to go over... And fucking see if there's a track that would take me. Hit up Belmont. Kick that fucking current guy out. Because the people are like, I don't get horse racing. If you watch that fucking race. It was just, just exhilarating. Just watching that. I just exploded. The great thing about horse racing is it's always a two-minute warning. That's it. You know what I mean? It's just, that's it. It's two just... minutes. And if the horses are really fucking hot, under two. You're going to do like 149 or something. Oh, yeah. And, of course, <laughs> really, you don't kick into it until they're coming around... The final fucking turn anyway. Goddamn, that was crazy. And Chick may just be jinxed. I mean, the horse he picked, the jockey's brother was killed the morning of the race. Didn't seem like it bothered him, though. He was no. right there yeah. until the kick came on. Well, one of the other horses in the race... there Because I was yelling, C.C. Rider, right up into that final turn. <laughs> and C.C. Rider! It was in there. Another fucking jockey fell the breathalyzer. That's why he wasn't in the race. <laughs> Some fucking goddamn Cajun got drunk and they tried to f he tried to race a couple days ago and they, they banned him from the fucking racetrack because he's trying to race drunk. That don't make you a bad person. Like it's funny though. I mean, you should be able to fucking ride a horse drunk. It's not a car. There's only two jobs really that you can be drunk at work: bartender, yeah, and cop. Just buzzed. Both of that, yeah. I mean, who's gonna pull a cop over? You, just think in your life, you've never heard of a cop. While at work, being pulled over on a DUI. Oh, no. Even, I mean, how often, even if they're not on duty, they get a DUI? Come on. No. Then the, they flash a fucking yeah, badge. The blue wall or whatever. I saw a fucking guy uh, flash a badge at fucking Gino's Hamburgers one day. He's like, hey, I'm on the job. I'm like, he's not wearing any. He's, guy's wearing fucking shorts. And the fucking kid just said, thank you, officer. Great. It comes out of his paycheck. Got him free food. No, they know. They got a little fucking thing there to take care of the oh, cops. All right, good. All right. Would you take care of the cops if you had like a business like that? I feel. Like, I feel like I'd have to. Yeah, because that fucker's gonna say, "Oh, you're the guy who never fucking is there for me." <laughs> I'm not retarded, and I'd pretend I'd be real happy about it. Because then they're gonna Lots keep of scratch offs too. They're gonna keep another extra fucking thing. You, uh, you know, Gino's uh, hamburgers are coming back. You ever been to one? No. Everybody goes to Geno's, because Geno's is the place to go. Never been. I'm fucking excited. I think it's only Beast Coast. I should let Fez do that gay thing today. I would have fucking helped him out. Uh, Don, you're on my Fez. Hey, Ron. Hey, uh, Hicks. Yeah, the, the, you're talking right. about the fogger trucks. We still got them down here in Texas. They're, they use them for the mosquitoes and everything. Right. That's how I remember them. They were for mosquitoes. 
Yeah, they're not, they're not, uh, they didn't outlaw them or anything, but I mean, still, if you drive in your car behind it, I mean, it'll get sucked through your air conditioner and it'll leave a bad taste in your mouth. Kind of gives you high a little bit. <laughs> well, anything, I guess, that kills brain cells, it's got to. Got to fucking help you out. Uh, Ryan, you're on the run fest. Hey, uh, you guys were talking about the uh, baby animals and being so? attracted to different species. Yeah, all right. Sure. Yeah, when I was younger, we uh, got guinea pigs, and then once we realized we had to clean up after them, we uh, gave them to a neighbor's farm, and this one guinea pig ended up raising a litter of rabbits, was nursing them and everything because the mother wasn't taking care of them. Did, you, did everybody say she thinks that's her baby? She Yeah, she was completely, like protective of them and taking care of them and their shit they still think it's their mother they're running around in a fucking pen and everything that's ah, crazy shit man. yeah people love that shit too and animal interspecies hanging out they yeah. fucking love it rabbits rabbits are temperamental mothers my father used to raise rabbits and it was basically 50 50 on if a mother was going to take care of her babies do you remember that um that Nim monkey fucking movie? Yeah, Project Nim. That was the name of it, Project Nim? Project Nim, yeah. Well, this fucking monkey, when it was a baby, it was like a chimp. It was so nice, the whole family liked it. But when it got older, it fucking would bite right through those people. Holy, it fucked them up? It, yeah. Oh. Yeah, they you had to watch things. out for that. Jesus. Is that before, then they throw it into like a medical laboratory after that? Poor monkey bastard. I wouldn't mind opening up a fucking restaurant called Baby and Mammals. People love it. Now, here's a weird fucking nature story, and we got this up on the iBang today. The Interabang wire section. That's right. There's a vegan shark. Wait, this what? shark had like a rusty thing stuck in its stomach before, right? Okay. So they had to pull him out and do an operation. They did an operation on a fucking shark. In the meantime, people bitch about fucking healthcare for humans. This shark, I guess his stomach fucking, you know, after the trauma or whatever, it only wants to eat salads now. All right. And that's got to be Pixar. Pixar has got to have some kind of thing that is like, he's like a California hippie shark. And even though, like, he's cool, all the other fish run away from him all the time. He's got to, like, fight to, like, maybe get, like, sustainable food or something. This really makes fish. me angry, though, because the article there says vegetarian. I'm like, no, he's a vegan. He's not eating cheese. He's not having any dairy or egg. That's a good fucking point, because like, this shark shouldn't be alive, all right? I, I, it's nice of them to just... No shark should. Fucking just spoon-feed goddamn broccoli to a shark, but this fucking thing should be dead. Is it the only shark left of its goddamn kind? The fuck? You don't find it interesting that there would be a fucking shark that would rather eat an apple and some broccoli. Yes, it's crazy. It doesn't make any sense. But Jesus, it should be dead. It's kept, it's kept alive for science purposes. What would be even better is if they are operated on a shark, right? Yeah. And then later that shark killed a little kid. That would be fucking hysterical. The cops were like, well, wait. How come somebody didn't fucking let this shark die before? The mother was there, the Kentner mother. <laughs> We should just fucking burn it. I mean, just give it seaweed. Kelp. I'd rather just fucking take it to California Pizza Kitchen and give it a Waldorf. 
Hey, it's fucking Cali style. I don't know. This is an abomination to me. I don't like it. What makes you angry about this? I was just. It's I thought the, I thought the scientific part of your brain would love this. It's unnatural. I feel freaked out that there's vegetarian sharks. You know something else that's unnatural is angel dust, but it don't keep you from sucking on it all weekend, does it? <laughs> Let's get dusted, people. You want to get fucking knickknacked every goddamn week? <laughs> oh. It gets you so fucked up. It's great. How about the fucking pussies in the hallway around here fucking still complaining about cigarette smoke? I come in here... An hour and a half after the fact. And the fucking boss is like, um, you might want to be a little careful. It's getting better, but there was smoke. Somebody was smoking in there. Like, what are you talking about? Their facilities come in and, and work the room over because... Uh, over a cigarette. Over a couple cigarettes. Security has gone from office to office today. My dad used to smoke Paul Malls in a closed-in car when I was a baby. I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> Why do people make a big deal about everything? My dad smoked cigarettes in theaters since the 90s. Well, that's crazy. wrong. That's definitely wrong. <laughs> really embarrassing to go to theaters with <laughs> Here's the only thing, though. You see smoke dance when the fucking when the cigarette's going up and it gets in that light. It looks really nice. This is better than a lot of movies. It's cool. Oh, I checked out the Wes Anderson Film Festival this weekend. It was great. You see him? I, I didn't see him. No. Anybody from the films? No, it was just the film. I just watched Bottle Rocket. <laughs> the first time seeing it on a big screen? Oh yeah, it was great. It was weird actually because I've only seen it on like, computer screens and fucking TVs. All the fucking times I've watched it. Yeah. It was cool. I think they're going to start doing that more and more because, um, well, they do it here in the city. The film forum is very good for it. And, uh, of course, that place in Austin, what's yeah, the name of that theater? Uh, Alamo. Uh, Alamo Drafthouse. Alamo Drafthouse. With the Drafthouse Kid. They uh, play, they starting to, and they're doing stuff around the country like that. Because people would rather see that. It's cool. It when you really think cool of experience. how many movies are out there, why should you have to go see some fucking film that just came out this week. Well, I mean, it's Battleship and Rihanna's in it. But you wouldn't do that with books. No. You know what I mean? Like, no one ever was going to go, um, I'm going to read Catcher in the Rye. Why would you? It's not coming out this week. It's old, dude. Um, this uh, Avengers movie has not been good for the movie business because it's sucking everything else dry. So they always act like they want to have these tentpole movies, right? And in the meantime, all it does is take up screens with the same assholes who go back and see a fucking cartoon movie three times in a row. Yeah, it fucked, uh, you know, uh, last week when Dark Shadows came out for the first time, they had to knock off Dark Shadow screenings because of Avengers. That totally fucked over Dark Shadows. And the Battleship movie got fucked over this week. I don't think the Borat movie did very well. I mean, Nothing has done very well since this Avenger movie came out. Well, Avengers made five, it's made $500 million so far in America. Oh, my, it's over a billion worldwide. What's the American record? It's probably it's Avatar. It's seven hundred and sixty seven hundred sixty million domestic. So fucking I don't Avengers know. has a shot. I don't know if it does or not because you're going to keep having all the other movies coming out and eating up the screens. Fuck. See, that's just because they're hogging the screens. This is why it's doing so good. Fuck. When's the next really big movie to come out? Men Black 3 this weekend. And then, sorry, so here's, here's going to, Men Black 3 this weekend. 
And then Chernobyl Diaries, like basically a shitty horror movie. Yeah. Uh, then Snow White and the Huntsman. I don't know. That maybe with, might be big with girls. I don't know. All right. Now you start to make me think they got a chance. But then, oh no! Actually, and then next, the week after that, Madagascar three and Prometheus, and Prometheus is rated R, and it's not gonna. I don't think it's gonna make huge money. I don't think so either. I couldn't even understand the trailer. What the fuck was happening? It's the prequel to Alien. So there's gonna be a baby alien at the end. Probably. Actually, then it's Rock of Ages. I haven't really seen that much promotion for that besides i've seen more ads for the fucking play than the actual movie that's the thing that's going to get you know soccer moms out and then abraham lincoln vampire hunter jeez so they do got so some, eventually yeah. gonna make a run yeah, yeah. they gotta make a, I, I thought that there would be a spider-man or a batman before then Mm-mm. maybe avengers will be the number one of all time fucking shit if that happens that's they said uh, Robert Downey Jr. is already going to be making a cool fifty million for himself, fifty fucking million. Good for him. And the guy making Thor, I think, has made another sixty-two thousand. It's a little disparity there. I mean, there should be. The guy's fucking Thor. He's he's one of the Avengers. Thor could walk through this fucking hall right now. Nobody would know it was him. He'd <laughs> have to say seriously, I did play Thor. Are you sure? I think you're just a guy with long blonde hair. I don't even think that's his hair. I don't think he wears that all the time. That's extensions. Oh, come on. Well, he's got a fucking weave in his fucking dome? Yeah, he's got a weave. What is this? It's fucking part of the illusion. You don't mind CGI, you get pissed off over a weave. Grow the hair out. What else? What other fucking roles is Thor getting? Yeah, I don't know. He's just playing Thor mainly. <laughs> Any more Thor roles? Does that, anyone thinking about making a movie about Odin? No, Thor 2 might be coming out. What if I smoked in here, anyone would get pissed. Just, just, well, you keep blaming on dice. <laughs> dice came back in. <laughs> you know, some of that smoke's still lingering. These motherfuckers would believe it because they've never heard of tobacco before. They're like, they're like fucking Columbus when he came over here and saw tobacco for the first time. Huh? The hell is this? That's what Columbus yelled, huh? Huh? This is this India? Where my spices at? Hey, girls, spices. Mm. Uh, can you remember this? Yeah, the shark story is a hoax, man. It's going to come out later on today. Uh, a guy, Graham Burroughs, the story was cooked up like three, four weeks ago. And uh, this month, it's going to come out as a hoax. All right, so he's saying there is no vegan fucking shark. This fucking shark looks like it's eating a goddamn broccoli <laughs> stalk right here in this picture. So, fucking, when it comes out as a hoax, then it, I'll believe you. It's up on the IB wire. Hoax, not a hoax. Leave your commentary. I think it's real, and I think we should put this fucker down. I'll do it myself. I'll get a goddamn harpoon gun. Easy, Quint. Do me a fucking favor. (laughs) Just fucking take it easy. It's unnatural. We should put it out of its misery. Or train all the other ones to do the same thing, so that people quit getting bit. Why are you afraid of a lettuce-eating shark? Why does this bother you? Because in nature, sharks are meat eaters. That's what film has taught me. So this thing should be craving blood, right? Yeah. Not just fucking eating goddamn stalks of corn. But Fez is saying this is an asset. He's saying it is a good thing. No, there should be some danger in nature. Let's not keep everything safe. Hmm, you're interesting. Come on. Everybody loves Jaws. Would we be scared of Jaws would be made if every fucking goddamn shark was eating goddamn tomatoes all day long? Yes, if I had a tomato farm. 
I'll be fucking petrified. On the coast? On the coast? I think there's somebody in the fucking farm. I think it's a shark. <laughs> I ain't saying I'm going to go on the beach, but... <laughs> All right, you got a... Uh, oh, we got to take a break here? <laughs> yeah, let's stay. We come back... Uh, let's do this. Chick gets kicked right in the fucking chest. <laughs> uh, also, we got the Pips and Anna contest coming up later. Nice. One of them will become our favorites. The other, we will barely talk to after this is yeah, done. Yeah, forever. Just doomed yeah. to a life of shit. A lot of stuff to uh, talk about today. And it's all going down right here on the Ron Fez Show. It's the Ron Fez Show. Stormy Monday. Hideous out there today. Disgusting. I was soaked this morning. My feet are very itchy. Oh, well, I gotta get socks before I leave today. You should keep a spare uh, thing of socks at work. I should. It's terrible. I don't want all your fucking uh, foot skin coming off. All right, Ron and Fez show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. John, you're on Ron and Fez. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Uh, just another example of how Ron and Fez give you a little more than you bargained for. I picked up my 14-year-old daughter this morning from uh, from her high school conditioning uh, program. And mm-hmm. I thought I, I knew she'd appreciate some Ron and Fez humor. I know her, I know her sense of humor, and I get it on, and we hear, uh, we hear a lot about Dick butter and uh, pre cum and uh, leaky faucets. I couldn't get, I, she couldn't get her iPod out fast enough for that. So I appreciate that guy. All right. Prude. <laughs> the kids aren't supposed to be listening. Come on. I thought kids were sexting constantly these Who, days. Uh, yeah. in puberty early. Jesus you, Christ. You don't want to sit around and hear that with you, when you're next to your dad <laughs> and you're 14. I bet she knows all about that dick butter. We had a lot of baby animal talk. Why didn't you fucking leave her on for that? Yeah, fucking 14-year-old girls love baby animals. They're adorable. Christ. Fez, you want to do one of your live reads now? You seem to do good doing your live read. Uh, no, Start th- talking about Major League Baseball. And the uh, strike zone. That's always fun. Even now, you just locked, huh? Yeah. Okay, I'll leave you alone then. It's the Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. There's a piece up on the wire where this uh, Snooky girl, uh, doppelganger, if you will, some people would call a wannabe or a lookalike. I prefer doppelganger. Regardless, she looks good. 
irregardless and regardless, same thing. <laughs> um, but she ends up getting a boot right in her goddamn chest at Rockfest. I never heard of Rockfest. Yeah, it's just like different fucking hard rock bands from the 60s and 70s, Shit. I think. Should have been there. You know, they get like fucking Iron Maiden and Alice Cooper and... Nice. <laughs> It's weird. <laughs> Where do you see the crowd that's lined up for this? <laughs> okay. Well, I cut off shirts. Well, so I don't know what this guy's problem is, because for once, we don't get the beginning of the video. A little blur, but that's just uh, super perfect. We're going to put the kick to her. Holy shit. And then fucking dudes just fucking piling. Whoa, that's fucked up. She fucking caught it. That's a shitty fucking fairground. It is. That looks like one nasty fucking day. Packed, though. <coughs> Fuck. Yeah, he nails her. Oh, right to the fucking dome. She got knocked the fuck out. You just can't ever get away with hitting a woman, can you, on this planet? You can't get away with anything on this planet because it's going to get caught on fucking tape and thrown up on break or world star. But I mean, no matter where you are, like if two guys start hitting each other, you're like, whatever. But if you see a guy hit a woman, you're fucking in. You're like, yeah, I don't give a shit. I can't live with myself. It's going to be a pile on there. You're fucked. Yeah, this is the best kind of fight when fucking 40 of you are coming at the same guy and you're feeling very strong. You're like, I can throw punches and not have to take any. That guy's just smoking a blunt right there. That's some middle-aged guys in a fucking f fight, though, you know? There's some older fucking dudes out there scrapping. The, f the, two, the dude that fucking laid the kickdown on her wasn't exactly fucking young go-hard. Like, what fucking age you think looks like you shouldn't be fighting? You look like a fucking nut. I say, I don't know. You could do it through your 20s. Once you hit your 30s, you should stop. You should stop. See, I'm going to take it a little older, and I'm going to say 36. 36 is it, 36 looks stupid. I think 35... You know, there's still some boxers that are 35, <laughs> but like, there's you know that these are big wigs when you got a VP taking them around. Oh yeah, look at little Jeremy Coleman. There he goes. You know, those people are some juicers, though. If he gets up from his um, office and starts walking people around. He's probably going like this. Sorry about the smoke. Dice was in here today. You know, Andrew Dice Clay? Well, he started smoking. He wasn't listening to anyone when they told him not to smoke. But even the bosses come down and tell him not to smoke? Or? I think it was just Roland told him not to. He was smoking in the hallway, too, apparently. He just don't give a fuck. He doesn't care. And then he was just chain smoking while he was on O&A. Why don't you get one of those little runny woods and just start to fucking fake smoke? It's not the same. I mean, it's, it's it's some of them are pretty good, but it's just not the same as a fucking delicious tobacco-filled cigarette. Yeah. Have you tried it, though? I've tried them. Yeah, you don't like them. Some are better than others. Uh, some, like, it's actually, I feel like I get a decent kick, but then it's, like, all chemicals. So if I'm smoking it for a while, it gives me a headache. It's weird. I need this natural chemical shit. <laughs> yeah, there's chemicals in that fucking tobacco, too. But there's just one where you have to fucking inject this, like, basically nicotine juice. Into the cartridge, plug it into the thing, and then smoke up that way. But it's like pure nicotine juice. And if it gets on your fingers, it's like poisonous. You're probably right that it's all going to come back later and fucking bite everybody on the ass that's enjoyed it. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? So I'll just stick with uh, 
Analog cigarettes is what they call these in the industry. Uh, Jermaine Lassier, or as he calls himself, Baby Thor, uh, just sent us some shots from the new Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, boy. That's up on the uh, Terrabang right now. That's exciting. He's going to see Moonrise Kingdom tonight. Yeah. I don't know if I even want to hear about that before it happens. Probably not the best idea. Probably should just stay away and just go into it fucking cold. But this fucking master film, I really want to see. Oh, first of all, Paul Thomas Anderson will never make a film that I won't go see. Yeah. He's earned that. He's earned my friendship and loyalty. And I do feel like I'm a loyal friend to him. He's a master right now, and he just made a film called The Master. He's so stupid, seriously. No, I'm fucking spot on. I, hate, I can't stand when people try to tie shit in. <laughs> He's a master of film directing. A master who's making a film called The Master. <laughs> do we want to watch this? Is it going to ruin it for us? How long is it? A minute 40. It's just a teaser, so it'll give away... Fuck, it's not even a trailer. This is a teaser. I don't even know what that means. Now, see, now the trailers aren't good enough. Now they have to, like, sh like hype up the trailer with the teaser. You should just have to put on a sign, Paul Thomas Anderson, I'll fucking show up. Some people need a trailer. They need to s know what's going to happen beforehand. We should make up a list one day of people whose movies we will always see, no matter what they do. Quentin Tarantino. I agree, but I'm going to add Bobcat to that now. I'm a Bobcat film fan. I got to see that movie. Uh, Wes Anderson, P.T. Anderson. Spike Lee? I think I'd go, go to most I don't go to all of them, though. No? I, I see them by the time they're on TV, but... You know, I didn't have seven and a half hours to watch that fucking World War II drama. His. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot he did that. <laughs> I only watched some of the Katrina doc, too. All right, let's watch this thing. I'll take the lights off. Yeah, take, turn on, dim all the lights, sweet darling. Tonight it's all the way. Oh, it's nice in here. It's like a little theater. Here we go. Just a guy walking. Are you mixed up? No, sir. Are you more jumpy than you were before? No, sir. And now you're sleeping? I sleep just fine, sir. When you sleep, do you have nightmares? Not as much as before. You've had violent episodes. <laughs> yes, sir, we all did. You pulled a knife to the throat of an officer. <laughs> yeah, we'll you box that out. How would you yourself rank your overall health? Strong. What about this last episode on the way home? What episode, sir? The episode you had on the way home here. I don't remember an episode. You have no memory of what happened? <laughs> we were <clears throat> we were celebrating. We were drinking and dancing. We don't remember an episode. Was there a fight? <laughs> what happened? Let's just see if we can't help you remember what happened. <laughs> okay. 
Holy shit, man. It looks spooky as fuck for some reason. That's fucking great. What's your favorite Paul Thomas Anderson? Oh, Boogie Nights. Really? Yeah, Boogie Nights. Over uh, there will be blood. Yeah, I'll watch Boogie if if there will. Uh, I'll watch both both rounds, but Boogie Nights I'll just throw on from the beginning and watch it more than there will be blood. And I fucking love there will be blood. I fucking love that movie. But Boogie Nights edges it out. What about Hard Eight? I didn't see Hard Eight. Holy shit. Mr. Bragging about seeing every fucking movie there is. <laughs> Doesn't even see P.T. Anderson's first film. I'm writing that right down right fucking now. Hard eight. That's going on the internet after I get home. What about Magnolia? Despise it? I don't despise it. I like Magnolia. You never mention it. I think The Master is going to be the best film now. That Joaquin Phoenix was fucking killing. I'm I not know. sure what was happening, but he was killing that fucking scene. Something fucking is happening in his brain is what's going on. He's going to get brainwashed. I'm fucking... I'm glad he got past that whole weird documentary, I'm retiring from acting and becoming a rapper thing. Because that documentary was fucking terrible. I still think he can do both. I don't, I'm not sure. I'm sure Funny he's guys a have. Most Def has pulled it off. See, most Def was What a about Sweet Willie? It's true. He was the Fresh Prince. Still is. He's a fresh prince and more. And now he's going to be in this 3D, uh, Men in Black 3D. It's going to be big. We are the Men in Black! That was a good song. Sure, it was gigantic. Nothing was as big as that moves like Jagger. And that thing's a piece of shit. <laughs> it's Ron and Fez Show, 866. Ron, zero Fez. 866. Ron, zero, Fez. Um, Conan to Dave the other night, and they both tried to say shit about Leno. I don't know why, but that's always the best thing ever. <laughs> Just when two, any two of them turn on one of the others. Now, last night, um, Arsenio became The Apprentice, and he announced that he's going to have a late night talk show again. What? How on many channel? Uh, they, they haven't oh, said yet. Can you go to the cable channel now? You know yeah. how many fucking channels there are? Yeah, it's was, was fucking crazy, yeah. Larry King is coming back and doing TV on a channel I never heard of before. What? This is fucking nuts. It happens that way. Um, here's someone, I guess they're just called Truck Driver. Jeremy Fez. Yes, truck driver Ronnie in Alabama. Well, it's perfect timing. I hear you talking about older people, and I absolutely love your music. All the picture music and all. And uh, I heard a band the other day, and the lead singer is 62. All these guys are in their mid 60s, I guess. And the the band is called Johnny D and the Hoodoos, and they're absolutely fabulous. And then he's got a little side on there, and he's asking for help. This would be the perfect opportunity to give somebody, another older guy, a shot. These guys are outstanding. I know your taste in music is pretty good. I am just wish you'd give these people a hear, and then if you decide to like them, maybe give them a shot. What is one of the songs? We'll find it. Johnny D and the what? Johnny D is spelled Johnny, and Johnny D and the Hoodoos. And the D is spelled capital D. The Hoodoos is H-O-O-D-O-O-S. Johnny D and the Hoodoos. I don't know where they're from. I stumbled on the internet the other day, and they are absolutely 
fabulous. Wait, we got some hicks? It's called Something's Happening. That's their new CD out. And he's on there, a little clip afterward, a minute, and he's asking for help. This this could tremendously help him. I know your taste of music is, is, uh, is right on. I'm looking. Have you been able to find it, Hicks? I got Billy D in the hoodoos, but no Johnny D in the hoodoos. Mm -hmm. You sure it's Johnny? It might be Billy. I'm getting a little semi-retarded here. Um, uh, maybe it is Billy D in the hoodoos. I, thought it was I Johnny, got something Billy D in the hoodoos. I got All something. Right, we're we're going to play it right now. Billy D in the hoodoos.
All right, that uh, is Billy D and the Hoodoos. What are you thinking, Chris? That's nice. Some fucking bluesy-ass shit. I like it. Uh, I do have a problem with his Norman Lear hat. Other than that... Good looking hat. On the mark. Something's Wrong is the name of that tune. Something's Wrong. Um, but uh, we hadn't heard of them. We just got that uh, called into us by someone named Truck Driver. Even though he had the name wrong. Found him. Yeah. Nice. He found him. Oh, Chris, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. Uh, I just wanted to ask if Fez could finally relate to his song, because that sounds like it was made for him. You know, Fez is having an extra hard day today, but there is good news. He's got another live read coming up. And the reading is what you like to do? Uh, a reading, I can usually make it through. You should uh, write stuff up and then read it during the show. Or we'll just have you read the paper. I don't know how entertaining that would be. Okay. I was just trying to help. You know, I was just trying to bring you in. Um, Anthony, Boston, you're on Ron Fed show. Hey, Ronnie, just want to say that that song was a smash. I uh, I think that's like an HBO credit song. Can you see Tony Soprano rolling up to his house or something like that? Uh, Yeah, no doubt about it. It was very nice. It was, it was a stuff. very, very nice song. Dug it. Did you see Jeff Beck playing the other night, uh, Hicks? I saw it all, yeah. It was fucking great. Well, about time you woke up to a little bit of Jeff Beck. <laughs> Steve Martin showed up, too. It was a strong one. It was a it was strong great. show all the way around. Fez, were you in your room enjoying it? Uh, yep. Uh, uh, yeah. Everybody gave it uh, three thumbs up? Um, I think people were picking it apart some in the, uh, in the commentary room. I find it hard to believe. There's a lot of times that they do rough shows, but... That one was dead on. That fucking karaoke scene that. You can't fall was hysterical. Show. You got uh, Kristen Wiig fucking heading out. Digital got, short. Yeah, digital short. And most importantly, a bunch of great music. That's, that's fucking, that's all you can ask for in Saturday Night Live. More people being traveling around. I feel like we're selling the place. Oh. So many people walking by. There's a lot of, there's a lot of suits with more suits. Larry King's network he's going to is Aura.TV. I've never heard of it what before the this morning. Their website is just just a splash page right here, just a, with a couple paragraphs of shit on it. Fez, you defend the show? You defending uh, when you were in your room the other night? Were you defending uh, Mick? Oh, no, I was piling on. Why? <gasps> How are you piling on something that everybody else is praising? That's the exact opposite of piling on. Well, I've never been much of a music guy, so it wasn't uh, much of a show for me. You should get a job in radio, then. That would be the only thing that would make sense. No music there. Like, uh, women fucking um, having babies makes me nervous. So, um, I should probably get a job as an optician. Would be great for me. Maybe just go for gyno. Straight gyno. <laughs> I like this, the beginning. I've got a shirt that says I'm an amateur gynecologist. <laughs> As, by, by, by the way, you ever notice there's never been a t-shirt that's made you laugh? Oh, that one's pretty good. I don't believe that's true, you fez. I don't think that I think that you know quality. Uh Mikey, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey buddy. Yeah, Ronnie, I checked out that fucking documentary, Knuckles, you were talking about a couple weeks ago about those uh, Irish fucking bare-knuckle boxers, and yeah. Netflix uh, recommended this one called, I think it was Paul and John, man, it was about arm wrestling, actually. It was really fucking good, man. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Good. You heard of that one yet? 
Uh, no, I don't know this one. Just about arm wrestling? Yeah, it's about that John Brazenick, whatever the guy was, who was undefeated there for 25 years, man. It was a really, really fucking good documentary, man. It actually had me rooting against the fucking American, man. It was a really well made Well, film. then I don't want to really say it. it. I never want to go against the stars and bars. I think it's called Over the Top. With Rocky? <laughs> We're going to go for it. I'm going to bond with my son over ar- professional arm wrestling. Get in the truck, son. If we're going to go arm wrestle someone. And see, when he's driving, you can just fucking work his shit out. As yeah, he's true. <laughs> he's a great actor. <laughs> fucking crazy movie. Def, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddies. Uh, me and my wife are headed up to see Richard Watson, D.C. tonight at the uh, 930 Club. Wonder if you could give us like a heads up on some reasonable places to eat downtown and maybe what the club's like. Ben's Chili Bowl is the place to go. You're making a... Uh, it's a famous... A uh, place that has got great food, chili dogs, stuff like that. Um, and th- that'll be perfect for you. And then the club is great. It's a classic club. It's been there forever. All right. I've heard good things, but I've never been to it. Yeah, you're going to have a great time. Sweet, man. I appreciate it. All right. Ben's Chili Bowl. Check it out. Peace. Definitely. Peace. I don't even know if that's up on the uh, Blue Center Only Pop, but it should be. We ain't chili dogs or anything? No. I know a good place in Portchester, though. Really? Yeah. Hubba's. Hubba, hubba. It's a real hole-in-the-wall, dingy fucking place, but it's the shit. Why you gotta call it dingy? It's not, it's it's like a railroad car. <laughs> and you walk in, and there's like shit... There's like dollar bills all over the walls. But it's fucking food is good as shit. What uh, um, snacks went up over the weekend? What hot chick pictures? First of all... We got archers in the target. Mm. Boy, that's really inside, huh? The winner, this young lady. Mm. Nice gray top. Tip man, yeah. That's a tip man one. Titties. What about Saturdays? Superhero girls. Oh, I like that. Cosplayers, as they say, on the inside. I like the Ninja Turtles. Personally, I want to go back to the girl with the. Um, she's just wearing a Superman, a tiny Superman thing over her ass. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's barely a superhero. <laughs> she's a fan, though. I guess that's something Supergirl would wear. Since the tits won yesterday, we should focus on asses to, for today's three o'clock uh, snack. Giant asses. Mm. Um, Patrick, you're on the Ryan Fez show. Hey, Ron, I'm sorry to do this, but I have some advice for Fez. Um, the the movie that you suggested, uh, Pepper Watch, what was, it, what was the title again? Heart 8. Heart 8. Heart 8. Uh, Fez, maybe you should just go home tonight, and if Pepper's going to watch it, why don't you watch it as well? Forget the movie band thing with the Joe, with the Riddler. It's, there's no payoff for anybody. You know that tonight is Monday uh, Night Raw. Okay, well then maybe Tuesday he could just watch that movie and then and then it would just be it would be an extra five minutes or something to talk about. It's not hard. You just sit down and watch a movie, and I think that it would just help you have other things to talk about. And maybe it might you might enjoy that movie and say maybe I should check out other movies. The advice show. Thank you very much, Patrick. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. Eight six six. Ron, zero Fez. Well, Fez is going to get past in a little bit. 
by our interns uh, because they've got a bit to do today. That's right. Well, on Friday it came up. What's the song? What's the song been played in the most movies? Been used in movies the most, and they tried to figure that out. Put a list together for us. The song used the most in film. Now, were, were they or were they not going to use classical music? They were going to um, basically mix it up, try to find, uh, mm. you know... Some pop stuff, yeah. some rock stuff. Exactly, yeah. Because classical's got to be number one. Yeah, I mean, there's no rights on it. I mean, it's basically, it's it's free at this point, right? I mean, like Beethoven, you can just use it. Yeah, you can. Now, I don't know whether you can use it by every orchestra who have ever done it. You might have to pay them a little something. They gotta wet their beak. The fucking oboe player doesn't do it for free. Here you go, Boston Pops, all right? Fucking happy now? You got your fucking piece? Jesus Christ. You guys are great. You're going on tour. Pops. It's the only one I know. You ever see those guys like in the summer? You can go upstate and they're always like playing at these things. And you'll show up and there's like sometimes 100,000 people to watch them play that. Then they're like people go crazy when they play that really old stuff. And you're like. I wonder why this doesn't um, have more fucking juice for them when they're not outside next to a river. <laughs> it's great. Like, if they could figure out a way of doing indoor fireworks, they'd fucking work forever. It's a good gig to have in a fucking 80-man orchestra. You know what it could be? is like, I'll fucking do it, but I'll only hum it. So that'll be your soundtrack. I always call that the Quaker Oats song. I don't know what the fucking real name is, though. But it's weird. Between that and Bugs Bunny, you end up knowing a lot of that stuff. Uh, Joe, you're on the Run of Fez show. Joe. Hey. hey, Ron. How you doing, man? What do you know, pal? Hey, I'd just like to report to you that the Tyro Clemente... Uh, verdict came down for Robbie. Yeah. It's 30 days. All right, this is the case where the the kid... Yeah, the, uh, the vi- kid jumped off the bridge. Yeah. He videotaped another kid having sex, uh, uploaded on the Internet, and the because the kid was having gay sex and had been completely out, he was so stunned and horrified that he jumped off the bridge. So the yeah. person who did this to him gets 30 days. 30 days is what he's getting. No deportation. The judge is going to recommend no deportation. Um, and that was at the request of the other gentleman that was involved with Mr. Clemente. But, uh, yeah, it looks like 30 days in county. And, uh, yeah, so. And obviously he'll have some probation to answer for as well. I don't know how long that is yet. But it, it's a pretty lax, uh, looks pretty lax to me. It's- well, he, he could have, uh, you know, gotten no time if he would have left the country, I think. But that—that uh, that was the initial deal that they offered him. But but yeah. you know he was worried he'd end up being deported, so he takes the thirty days in county, and is done uh, all over now. He was facing as much as ten years in jail, but this third a lot less. Yeah, this thirty days—it's barely even a slap on the wrist after being found guilty of like twelve counts of intimidation. Thirty days in the hole. Have mercy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> so this will um, be seen as the a victory, I guess, against bullying. And if now, know this, guys, if you bully somebody till they jump off a bridge, yeah, thirty days in the in the hole, have mercy. Dude, that's standing on my fucking head. I don't you, see how it could be seen as a victory. It's thirty lousy days in a county jail. Yeah, well, what month? Everybody else is going to be going to the beach. Oh, shit. And oh, you're in fucking fuck. county. That sucks. You missed the summer. Why does everybody act like county's pussy, too? <laughs> I just, I know a couple of guys are constantly in and out of county. And right. it's just treated like it's fucking whatever. I got busted again. I'm going back I'm in. I'm telling you right now, you'd be very uncomfortable if you spent 30 days in county. I'm sure, I'd be fucking miserable. All right, so uh, that's the, uh, and why take deportation off of the table? Well, they didn't want to ruin the kid's life. We already lost one life. Plus, I'm pretty sure he's not going to tape any more gay guys. He's probably going to stay away from cameras altogether. Uh, Gary, you're on the Run of Fez show. Uh, yeah, uh, I guess it's a good time now. Let's hear uh, Fez's false outrage. I Get think he... off of everybody else. But, I, um, I don't think he has any outrage here. I don't hear the passion in him today. I think he kind of knew that this was coming. and knew that it was going to happen. And off you go with it. I didn't think he was going to get the full 10 years, but I was not expecting this basically non-punishment of 30 days. 30 days in the hole, have huh? mercy. I was expecting it at the very least a year. Because, you know, even, I mean, the kid went and jumped off the bridge of his own decision. But this guy try, did try to ruin his college life by putting him up to ridicule. Yes, these are uh, true facts, Fez. So, and I mean. And that was worth 30 days, I guess. The, that's it. It's only worth thirty days for for the for intimidating this guy, for making him, uh, trying to make him a laughing stock of a college where he just got there for trying to destroy his life. It's ridiculous. Uh, Doug, you're on the right first show. Hi, uh, Ron. Yeah, I just think the real tragedy here is you have a young man, you know, in college trying to make a life for himself, and all his dreams are dashed now due to blatant homosexuality. You're just trying to piss Fez off. <laughs> well, a little bit. With a big fake laugh. I mean, the thing is, all you can hope to do with any of these kind of cases, no matter what it is, the Trayvon thing, all you can hope to do is get it in the courts. And then what the courts do with it, they will. But the judge had to sit down and hear all the information, right? Uh-huh, yeah. Why do you feel like... The judge didn't agree with you. Um, I have no idea. It's uh, unless it's like, I mean, the, the point is, how are you coming to your one year? There's a reason that he came to his thirty days, but how do you get to the one year? How do you get that this is worth one year? And how is society better for that with the one year? Because it's saying that we're not putting up with intimidation against people. We're not putting up with the bullying that leads to a life being uh, gone. Why doesn't the 30 days say that? 
I mean, Hicks is acting like it's nothing. But for a college boy to go do 30 days and counting... 20-year-old kid who's... Yeah, he's outside of his comfort level. Yeah, he gets to be uncomfortable. Right. That's but, it. But your thing would be he'd only be uncomfortable 12 more times. I mean, at what point do you say, here's where it is, here's where it goes? Um, so depredation is taken off the... You already knew this, Fez, or no. you heard till? No, I just heard it as we were hearing it. Okay. No, all I knew is that he could get up to 10 years. Um, let's go over to uh, Wayne. Wayne, you're on the Manifest Show. Man, how you doing? Yeah. Hey, uh, it doesn't matter if he does 30 days, one year. All right, your phone's not working very well. well. I think it probably matters to him, and of course, I'm looking over here, and the, uh, the mother is... Uh, disgusted by this um, said the kid was evil and malicious what I want is justice the court needs to show it was not right not acceptable behavior and it's not um, about that she also wanted out loud why no one else spoke up for Tyler in the Rutgers University dorm how could they all go along with such meanness um, no one spoke up to the mastermind the computer genius that I mean, it really was like that college prank thing that people do. I know, but this seems like a sentence that would go along with maybe vandalism. Oh, vandalism shouldn't get 30 days. Well, it's fine. Let's go to the Kim Kardashian tape. That went out, right? Uh-huh. Whoever put that out didn't go to jail. They got fucking paid. I mean, at what point are we saying, here's what, you know, here's what's happening? I don't know how this whole thing works out. Because I don't, uh, I don't work in a legal system, so I don't know how this guy came up with a month, or how you're coming up with a year. How are we really saying what justice is? It's always a tough fucking call. Um, Ryan, you're on the Run Fest show. Fezzi, would you be equally as outraged if Tyler Clemente was straight, and the same things happen, and just take that gay element out of it? Is that what's causing your your huge outrage here? Uh, I'm a little bit more closer to it because it was a gay kid, and I don't think this guy would have done it to uh, a straight couple. You're not paying attention to the fucking internet at all. It happens all the time. But let's go back to the Tyler Clemente thing. If someone would have shot him uh, making love to a girl, right? Uh-huh. Would he have jumped off a bridge after? Uh, no, I, I don't know, but I doubt it, no. Why, why do you doubt it? Because uh, that's seen as something that's heroic in college communities. So why... You know, it's an interesting point. Why wouldn't the kid go, Look, I am. I don't give a fuck. I'm happy with what I am. And I'm going to fucking you know, sue you for picking on me. I think that would have been a much stronger fucking stand to the gay kids out there. I wish he would have, but he wasn't at that place yet. He wasn't there. Um, let's go over to Chris. Chris, you're on my face. What's up, guys? Yeah. I think uh, Fez is really angry, and I think it's because he's never been touched by a man. And you guys helped out Black Girl back in the day by watching him get a hand job by a porn star. So maybe you should bring in, like, a, a masseuse or a stripper or something for Fez. All right, can we just switch that and say that it was O&A? Yeah, it was Earl O&A. was working for us. But uh, uh, O and A were the ones that got him a hand job. Yeah, I would never be able to sit here and watch Earl get a hand job. I uh, remember I saw the lady 
it was Brie Olsen walk out with his jizz on her tits. That was <laughs> uncomfortable. For I mean, Brie or for you? Know. For me. <laughs> Earl fucking walked me all the way home the other day. Never stopped talking the whole way. He's, he's chatty. He's a very chatty man. Jim, you're on the Ryan Fez show. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to side with Fez on this one. The, the guy was malicious, and uh, he had to know what was going to happen. I mean, what is more disgusting and humiliating than gay sex? If someone take me having sex, I kill my... Or gay sex, I kill myself right now. All right, so there's a guy backing you up, Fez. Doesn't sound like he's backing me up. Sounds like he thinks a lot about gay sex. Born this way, my ass. How come... Whenever a straight kid gets made fun of for being straight, he doesn't hang himself in the closet. But the gay kids are doing it by the handful. Who gets made fun of for being straight? I see Nobody, you it. there's nothing wrong with it. Oh, my God. How'd you get through that? I just... I just said to myself, well, at least I know that Jesus was straight. It must have been a hell of a journey, man. Hmm. That's who they used to call me, journeyman. <laughs> Um, Matt, you're on the run of show. Hey, what's up? I, I just wanted to bring up that, like, uh, maybe that this is also setting a precedence because this is kind of like a new type of, like, conviction, like, and maybe they only gave him 30 days because what if next time, like, the whole football team was bullying somebody? You're going to throw the whole football team in jail for three years or, like, what if it was the whole yeah. team next time? Or, you know, like, I think 30 days was just to keep it so that the next time when it's a giant group of kids, you can't send half, you know, half the 12th grade to jail. Why not? You know, Why not time. if they're committing the crime? Yeah, I mean, but they, they didn't, he didn't throw the kid off a bridge. I mean, kids have killed themselves for a long time. No, and he wasn't convicted of, may, of having anything to do with his death. He was convicted of targeting the specific kid simply because he was gay. It seems to me like if you have anything, it would probably be more of a civil case. Uh, he targeted... Emotional damage and shit like yeah. that. Uh, that you could say, yeah, that you brought embarrassment to me, blah, blah, blah. But you can't put people in jail for bringing embarrassment to other people. You know what I mean? Like, uh, if I sat in here, like, let's suppose I started talking about how close Chris Stanley's eyes are together, right? Uh-huh. Um, that one pupil jumps to the other, he only has one eyebrow, whatever. Stuff that's he don't want to fucking hear about. I'm going to go to jail for that? No, you're not intimidating him. It might intimidate him. I'm intimidated. Who's to say? I'm calling the police. There's some people that take ball busting very, very seriously. There's some people that don't take it seriously at all. It's a very tough thing to know where the crime takes place when really it's up to that person what to do with it. Don't act like most of us at one point of our life didn't have our buddies fucking kick the door in, all come in. When you were a fucking chick, when, when you were with a chick, try to pull the fucking covers off you, or look in the fucking window of the car when you're getting ahead. All that fucking stuff happens when you're a fucking kid. It happens. No one gets that upset about it. That's what. That's why it's hard to know when this becomes intimidation, when it's something else. The judge had the case. I know it couldn't have been an easy case for everybody. Everybody feels bad that the kid went off the fucking bridge. Um, but it's hard to know, you know, where that goes down. Um, Bill, 
in New Jersey, your manifest? Yeah, I think that the crime would have been treated a whole lot differently if this was a young girl and her first time having sex was being published on the Internet. Uh, all you got to do is go on the Internet and you see my ex-girlfriend and all that kind of shit. And I think what would, what you have probably have going for you is a civil suit. I don't know if I've ever heard of somebody fucking going to prison for putting pictures up on the fucking internet of their ex-girlfriend. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's a whole different thing. I don't know. But the internet seems to be filled with this kind of stuff. Um, Steve, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, what's up, guys? Um... I don't know for sure, but didn't they already say during this whole thing that there was no actual sex in the video? I don't know. I thought they were just making out. Yeah, I don't know. I, I really haven't followed the case. Because that's that's another thing. I mean, if it wasn't even that intimate of a of an act, I mean, to go and jump off a bridge. I mean, I don't know how... Yeah, the, going off the, the jumping off the fucking bridge thing is the shit that seems like... That's the problem with this whole story. The kid overreacted. He shouldn't have fucking killed himself. It's terrible. But can you make, you know, can you make this other kid pay for the rest of his life because of the way one kid took this stupid fucking ignorant prank thing that he did too far? Um... Good for you on the Run Fez show. Hey, buddy, what's up? Yeah. Hey, uh, Fez, I have a question for you. Yes. Um, would you be this? Would you be this upset um, if a kid killed himself after his roommate videotaped him with a girl and he couldn't get it up? I would be upset if someone was being bullied, no matter what. Again, how? How do you know when the bullying starts and the ball busting fucking ends? It's a tough fucking call. He set up this camera once. He had every intention of targeting this kid again. And it was going to be nonstop. Of setting up that camera one more time. Every time the kid asked to have the room to himself. Again, I, I've said to you before, I don't know why that's so physically intimidating to the guy. I think he had a civil suit. I think he had some kind of a fucking privacy civil suit that he probably could have launched against him. I don't know if you could put somebody in jail for that. I mean, we have a fucking show called Punked. Punked. And they fucking make people think they're going to jail. That's fucked up. We have shows called Candid Camera that have been around forever. And those people sign off on that. They're After the fact, though. After the fact. How did you know at one fucking point... Whereas something happens, one does it. When you don't, when David Spade did not sign off for Punk, right? When he said, all he was able to do was to make sure that that thing gets shown on TV. He didn't have Ashton Kutcher put in jail. Maybe he should have, though. Ashton Kutcher's kind of a douche. Well, look who's on Team Demi Moore. Again. I love Demi Moore. One crazy summer. Paul, you're on a fez. Hey guys, uh, Fez, Ron busts your balls quite a bit, so if you would go and kill yourself, should we all prosecute Ron? No. That's what this is a fucking setup to do. Oh, isn't it? Jesus Christ. Dump out of that. 
and then dump back into it with and change the name to Hicks. <laughs> no. I right, now here's an interesting thing here. Hicks, do you think that I bust your balls about the same as I bust Fez's? I get my balls busted constantly. Whatever. I mean, how come you're not locking up? I don't know. Having fun. Yeah. Um, Robert, you're on the Red Fez show. Yeah, hey, buddy. Uh, didn't Les Kent use the defense that uh, he was worried that his roommate was hooking up with older guys off a of Craigslist and that something might happen to him and that the defense he used on that? No, that wasn't what he said. He was he, he tried to use the defense that he didn't know this older guy and he was afraid that his stuff would get robbed from the from his dorm, dorm room. His dorm room. Um... Chris, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, Ron. He says, hey, Fez, have you ever intimidated anyone? A former intern, maybe? I may have. Yeah, I, I'm sure I've intimidated someone at some point, but I wasn't uh, I wasn't accused yeah. of a hate crime. How come every time you used to get drunk, what you used to say about Chris? <laughs> <laughs> what did he used to do when he would drink with you? Um... Let's see. Uh, so even when he was on, just on Xanax, he would just start getting a real bad attitude with me and criticizing everything I did. Like even like by just me and him when no one else was around. He's like, "Why is the why is the damn golf is so dirty, huh? Did you get that stuff signed?" And I said, "Yes, I did." And he was still pissed off at me. It was weird. He got hostile. He should go to a hostel. A youth hostel. What do you say to that, Fez? I say I should apologize for that. But well, I don't you go think, in jail for a year. I don't think it was the same thing as I felt setting intimidated. Some, someone up with a hidden camera. He's just saying, though, if he felt intimidated. Yeah, but it wasn't because <laughs> of a certain... Because he was uh, any sort of uh, minority or for any other reason. Well, why do you hate him so much? I don't hate Chris. I love Chris. When you're drinking, why do you hate Chris? Like the last, how do your true feelings come out when you're drinking? Like the last three times, I'm just saying, the last three times Fez got a little messed up, you got mad at me. <laughs> All right, let's go into this now. Because that happened, I want this to be a shoot. Too. Okay, what do you think his true feelings are? I think Fez might ha might not like me. I don't know. Maybe maybe because I'm a good worker, but maybe personally, it might why not do like you me. think that he doesn't like you? I don't know. That's a good question. Because, <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you exactly why. Why? Because I do. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's one theory. Uh, Mike, you're on the Run of Fish show. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, Fish, what, don't you think it's time to take your activism over to Al Q and make room for David, David Bottle, and the guys that are grabbing control and trying to make something up for themselves and, you know, comedy show like this? I think this story affects everybody. How come it's the first story you talked about today? And that you didn't talk because I go, I'm going to give you a favor. In the beginning of the show, don't talk about the gay story right off the bat because everyone's going to turn on you. And you didn't talk at all until two hours in. That was the gay story. It gives you passion. Your passion is in the gay stories, Fuzz. Yeah, I mean, there there's things that wind me up, yes, about... But why don't you go do it at Alq, where you get a lot of agreement? But I and I like being here with you guys. Do you think he does, Chris? 
Or you think he drinks and then hates you? <laughs> I think he What's drinks and hates me. What's your dollar for? I just found a dollar in my pocket. I feel good about myself. Yeah. Reach back in there again. Maybe there's like a magic pocket going on. Oh, hey, a quarter. All right. And a receipt. For the movie I went to over the weekend. Someone just wrote in to me, is Fez doing a sheepy impression? Because I like being with you guys. <laughs> sheepy. Nate, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, buddies. Hey, Fez, maybe you uh, don't like Chris because you're pissed off he took second mic from you on your own show. I'm taking anything. And I like Fez Chris just fine. Fez gave it to him. He didn't take it. Uh, I don't know. I think it was more Fez giving it up to him. And I'm still right here, so no one's taken anything from me. Oh, hey, Fez. If anything... For the last two hours. If anything, uh, Chris took it from Dave. <laughs> and Dave tries to get even with him on the sports show by doing the show so early in the night that Chris is still hungover. Because <laughs> Chris don't start rolling until after midnight. It's bullshit, man. We gotta push this thing back. I feel like shit right now. After midnight. I'm fucking starving today. I got some Anna, got sandwiches. I need her for a bit. You're always trying to send that poor girl to Astoria. She's got she's gotta learn that she's gotta I don't go want her and... to be that way. Alright, well then we gotta wait till next All right, send week. her in. Send... Anna, get in here. Alright, don't talk mean to her. She's a girl. If she jumps off the goddamn bridge right now, I'm gonna be petrified. <laughs> Hope I don't get a civil suit against me. I don't got shit. That's the lucky thing for you. <laughs> they can't take fucking blood from a turnip. What the hell's going on over there? You're just sitting there with a wide open thing? That's because you don't even have pips with What's headphones on. What the hell's going on back there? There we go. Hey, come on in. Does pips even wear headphones during the show back there? Because every other guy who's ever worked there always tries to make eye contact with me, and Pips never does. You know why? He's fucking Chris Stanley's boy. No, I told him first day, you stare into his, you bore a hole in the Ron's face. He's Eddie Dane's boy, that guy. <laughs> I don't want you to know I'm not going to let you be treated like other interns oh, and have well, to get sandwiches. You. Because he's, mind, he's trying to send you the story every fucking day. I know, I it's hear not it. that far. Hear, it's far. It's not that it's, far. It it's is true. raining today. It's Just raining. Like, you know. And can I tell you something else? You could get raped. Yeah, you didn't. There's people out there that just. About that. There's people out there. All they do is rape. That's also. It's always a possibility for anyone going through life. Anna's like a little lady. Like a well, little. Thank you. <laughs> she's like working girl. You know where she leaves Staten Island. She comes into Manhattan, <laughs> and she's trying to make. Him. I just worry you're going to lose Alec Baldwin, but then you will end up with Harrison Ford. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's not a trade to make, is it? Uh, no, I would rather Alec Baldwin than Harrison Ford. What's wrong with Harrison Ford? Harrison giant Ford movie is, star. He's ancient. Oh, At Baldwin least Alec Baldwin is like, I don't know. Alec Baldwin's old too, old too, but oh, he's not, he doesn't look like a, a mummy. He doesn't look Listen, like Harrison Ford will be getting high all the time. It would be great to be with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. Harrison Ford's got 15 years on Baldwin. Yeah. Didn't realize that. Yeah, hmm. much too old. All right. So, here's the thing right now. You, you're noticing that Hicks loves Pips, right? I have, I have noticed And that's that. got him under his wing. 
Mm-hmm. Would you want to get under Fez's wing? I sure. I'm always I'm always not necessarily looking for a wing to get under, but Fez, how I, come I, I don't see why how not. come you didn't take the did you go look at the stuff that she's gonna be doing on the show later? I, I looked at it last night. Did you love it? Um I thought I thought it was a good start, yeah. Good start is not great though. Why aren't you helping her aim for greatness? I, I could do that. Yeah. I know you could. I'm asking why you haven't. I know you can always do what you're assigned. But when can you take it on for yourself? Like, I see this kid. She's coming in from Shaolin. She's a <laughs> member of the Wu-Tang Clan. Yes. There are there are 500 of us. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> I don't know how many people in the Wu-Tang Clan. It's a lot. You hate Pips? No. You see this as the <laughs> biggest fight of your life going up against Pips You kind of hate I mean, him, don't you? Uh, well, I know no, you're I part of Wu. That really is a cool <laughs> signal. It's I get it really excited. is. It looks yeah. like a yeah. It's a W. It looks like somebody like you could hit somebody with that. It's like a throwing star. That's, that's how we do. You know. Did you ever shop at the Wu Wear store? Uh, you know, I haven't. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna front as they say. I haven't gone to the Wu Wear store. <laughs> uh, Steven, you're in the Hey, buddy. Hey, you know, uh, seems like the downfall of Fez happened right about the time Eastside Dave showed up. He just kind of clammed up. Well, no, we went through that before. Um, and, you know, Fez has already admitted that he had some crack up before then. But I was talking to somebody about Fez, and they told me that they don't think that um, Fez has either been honest about what's really bothering him or has totally figured it out because the something happened about in about 2003 that he seems to have according to this person post traumatic stress about holy shit PTSD yeah because the reactions that he has isn't one of anxiety they even gave me the word of what happens when Fez just sits there and lets life happen around him and doesn't react. The lockup, yeah. basically. And then when I go, yeah, well, why don't you do something else for the next hour? He goes, because I'm hoping to get out of it. And then he spent the next hour doing the same thing. But he does come out for the gay stuff. It does give him some kind of anger. But maybe Fez either saw a murder or... Did you commit arson? No, I haven't burned anything down, and I don't remember seeing anyone get killed. Something happened to him that he hasn't totally shared yet. Because even for his heartbreak or thinking that he's gay and all that, it should not have the anxiousness of whatever this traumatic thing is happening right now. Maybe ecstasy helps in post-traumatic stress disorder. I've heard plenty of people say they roll and they're fucking, everything's great again. Yeah, until the ecstasy fucking roll wears off. You start getting more ecstasy. It's fine. Right, so you're saying 24 hours of the ecstasy. It's rolling, baby. I don't see how that's going to be helpful. <laughs> it's going to feel Give real Give me another bad. insignia. I can't look at the same one all the time. <laughs> it's just too much. It's the Wu, baby. Here you go. Here it says Wu-Tang in the middle. It smells like smoke in here. Let's just light up. Uh, Robert, you're on the run of Fed show. Uh, Ronnie, um, I'm not sure how to go about this, but it's 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 bothered me ever since Fans has come out of the closet. I think back to the beard porn he made with Dave, and Dave was 
a straight man doing a bit for the show. But since was a gay man uh, deceiving Dave and rubbing all over him. I mean, how, how do you feel about that now, Fez? I feel like it was a professional photo shoot. Uh, I think you deceived the young man to rub all over him. I, I don't know. It just... Don't look. Ever since you come out of the closet. You're not allowed to look at Dave in his underwear oh. and Fez in his underwear. Oh. It doesn't Why matter not? if I was gay or straight. I, I was still rubbing on him. It'll turn you off men. You don't. I don't want to look at that. <laughs> don't look. That's nice. Now, finally, Thank you're giving you. her some of the attention that you've done <laughs> nothing but heap on Pips. Pips, don't look either. <laughs> <laughs> None of you look at <laughs> How about you just take it off? <laughs> Just Why take it off on? the TV. <laughs> it's okay. How does it even stay on YouTube? <laughs> That's what's disgusting to me. <laughs> uh, Ezra, you're manifest. Hey, buddies. Ronnie, I I was looking forward to that John Irving interview for, you know, since you were talking about it. But I was blown away by his honesty and his candor. I mean, the, the guy was just open, like an open book. Yeah, he was. I, I loved it, man. Yeah, he was great. Was he happy about it? Uh, he and his people were very happy about it. He, he doesn't normally come out and do one-hour things like that. And when they do, it's normally a little more academic. You know what I mean? Like, he'll go and give a speech in front of a bunch of people. But to just sit, sit down and have a conversation, um, it was a very unique thing for him to do. You could tell the passion that that guy has. Yeah. I mean, even, like... It, you you commented on how he starts from the the end to go to the beginning. That blew my mind. Yeah, I didn't but, even understand that. That was awesome. Yeah, but but there was there was a, when he first began, he started talking about how he was like he wrote like he felt that he was out of control that he had to write what he wrote, and he was sorry that he had to write this thing again. Right. I mean, it, it, like. It, the guy was amazing, and I'm telling you that I was blown away by the interview. I'm, I wish we had been talking about it for the last hour, because there was just so many things to dissect. Uh, so great job once again, man, but it, it was amazing, bro. Right. Amazing. I appreciate it. Well, I didn't play it on this show because, you know, novelist. I don't know if everybody likes novels. It was an amazing fucking interview. Uh, we had Scott Robin talking about his sports book that he wrote. The the whore of Akron. I wish I would have read that before Scott came in, because I didn't know he had a book. I thought he was just a buddy of uh, what's his name's um, Barker. Yeah, Jerry Jerry Barker. But this book is so hysterically uh, sick, and it's somewhat heartbreaking if you're a Cleveland guy. But to understand, huh? He was heartbroken when he came in. Yeah, to understand the pain of somebody who turns themselves over to certain sports teams, it's almost out, out of what I can do. Like the Chicago fans. When they those Cubs fans oh. sit around and they're like hearts broken every year, I can't fully relate because for me, even growing I'm like, why would anybody root for anybody but the Phils? You're just so locked in. Like you don't pick a team for any other reason than you saw them when you were a kid. Yeah, you were there as a child. Or something happened at a certain place where you said, that's my team. And now these poor bastards got just happened to be in Chicago. But see, here's what you can't understand. You're a Yankees fan, right? Yeah, that's right. So all you know is the Yankees. 
That's right. It feels good. <laughs> but the guys that are playing on that team, some of them didn't even grow up in America. They don't have the same feeling about the Yankees as you do. It's just a job to them. That's weird. They're just, they're just fucking growing up in the Dominican. And they're just coming to the States and getting the contract. That doesn't matter what team it is, probably. And just as long as they get that, get to the fucking majors. Like, he, he brings up this thing with the... He saw Jim Brown win the uh, championship game. And he goes to Jim Brown... Who'd have thought we'd be still waiting another 46 years? And Jim Brown said to him, what are you talking about? Because he thought he was talking about himself, like, till Jim Brown did something again. Yeah, no. No. Jim Brown isn't sitting around thinking about the Browns. He's not living and dying with the fucking Browns. Best career. The way you grew up in fucking Cleveland. And we've got, what's this um, Cubs thing that we got up right now? This is, uh, Ron, it's, uh, what would you do for a Cubs championship? It's a uh, commercial running. It's for, uh... Ron Swanson from mm -hmm. Parks and Recreation and uh, Daryl from Craig Robinson from The Office. One is a White Sox fan, the other is a Cubs, Cubs fan. Would you give up deep dish pizza for life if it guaranteed the Cubs would win the World Series? I could stack up thin crust, so yes. What if you're all right, let's just stop that right there. First of all, I give up the deep dish pizza because it ain't pizza. Eat a lasagna, and you're going to have the same experience. Two, Chris, is there anything that you would give up for your sports teams? Because I know we're all would. I know Dave would. But I have the feeling that you are not as tied in as they are. <sighs> to give the Yankees more wins? Who cares, right? Let's see. I mean, don't haven't they had enough championships to satisfy no. you? I mean, they've won a quarter of them. I don't Never. know. I barely see half. That's really annoying to me. Where the Cubs have never in a hundred years had anything to even sniff at. Poor bastards. It must be so horrible. You know what? When you go there, they don't seem to be that broken hearted. Having a good like, time? In Philly, where I grew up, the, the Phils were fucking awful. Obviously the worst percentage of anybody. And people would scream at them during the game. But when I went to Chicago, people were just like, they'd have their back to the field, they'd be drinking, they're having a nice time. You know, they're like, hey, this is a great park. It's almost like, it's like when you go to Central Park, that's how it feels like to them. So it's like a real go park. To, yes, <laughs> Wrigley Field. The kids are running around, they're having some food, they're drinking, and they're watching a ball game. They feel the same way about that game as you would feel about watching the Broadway Softball League if you went to Central Park. You're not going to live and die on how Mama Mia does. <laughs> like, I honestly don't think... I have $200 on them. I Look, I can picture heartbroken Cubs fans. Uh, even when you had the Red Sox fans being heartbroken. Or what an O's fan is going through. But in my mind, I don't think the Padres fucking fans give a shit. You know what I mean? They're having fucking Southern California having a good time. Right? I don't think that they're suffering Marlins fans... And I don't think they're suffering Tampa Bay Ray fans. I think there's some places that suffer with their teams and other places that don't. Pirates fans don't give a fuck? Or is that just it's so beat down? fucking football city so fucking big, though. You know what I mean? Like, I think they, they, they are devastated when the Steelers don't win something. I think they're okay when the Pirates don't win. Except at this point, it's been so long for them. Now, Cleveland, they just won anything. Anything, anywhere. It's not going to happen. It's a curse. It's it's a curse on the entire city, not just a sport. 
See, that's the other thing. I think when your city is in bad shape, it's when you need sports even more. It's something to fucking feel good about. Something to take your mind off the shittiness that's going on in your life. Sorry, Cleveland. Cleveland's in rough shape. Got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, at least. You're a baseball fan, Anna? Yeah, I'm not really. I wouldn't call myself a sports fan, mm -hmm. but baseball is definitely the one how, that I like. How come baseball for you? What happened? Uh, it's just it's something about the sound of it. Yeah, the sound of, of a baseball game being on it just makes me think of my grandmother's house and our family and everything. And of course, the Yankees. Like you were saying before, when you're a kid, that's when you develop what your favorite team is. So yeah. I'm sure if my family was fans of another team, so baseball was on all summer. Yeah, remind you of summer, remind you of family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's on in the background. The jokes that my yeah. you know, that my family members make make fun of everybody on the team, and it's just it's just nice. The sound of it, I like. Now Hicks. <clears throat> yeah. You love the sound of the track because your dad used to take. <laughs> yeah, you there that's right. As a child, you wander around. Mm -hmm. It's great going to Beaumont. Um, let's go over to Carl, Louisiana. Yarmouth Fez. Well, how you doing? Yeah. Yeah, you're talking about the Cubs fans not apparently giving much of a crap about the, where the team wins or loses. There's a piece in last year, last week's Wall Street Journal, I think, where the author indicated that maybe Wrigley needs to be simply torn down completely. A hundred years of utility is a big enough battle to carry around. But he did make the interesting point that when Wrigley bought the stadium, he made it that the stadium was the focus of the of the uh, the attraction, not the baseball team. And that's carried through. I wonder how you feel about that. Well, Wrigleyville is that neighborhood. And if you love baseball, you would love just to be there. The entire neighborhood is built around the stadium. The people watch from the roofs. Uh, all the bars around there, uh, you know, all deal with that. It's really a great feel to be in that old stadium. And let's face it, if they were in some shitty cookie-cutter uh, cookie stadium, do you think that there would be this thing about the Cubs? I mean, people tend to like the Cubs all over the country. And it isn't because, like the Yankees, they've won. It's just something lovable about losing, traditionally losing in an old field like that. It is fantastic, and then the fucking, the wall, it's just iconic. Yeah, it is. I think it's insane to ever think about replacing that stadium. Let's knock down the fucking Fenway, you know, fucking like 10 years ago before. Aren't they talking about that? Isn't there a chance something will happen with Fenway? I feel like people would fucking revolt. Um, is this really Billy D? Yeah, yeah, it is. How are you, sir? I'm good, man. I've been listening to you now for like 15 minutes. And I really, really like it. I, I you know, and, and I got a message from some guy in Orlando who just sent it to me on uh, my phone and said, hey, man, they just played you on the Ron and Fex show. And I was like, wow. Well, me and Fex are always looking for new good stuff. But the, uh, but I have to say it was a listener, a trucker, who recommended you guys. Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, I, I wanted to call up and thank you guys and... And uh, really appreciate it, and and I'm from Chicago, by the way, originally. So yeah. I'm all about the Cub thing. And <laughs> how come you left Chicago though? Because people from Chicago tend to love it for life. Uh oh, I left quite a while ago. Yeah, uh, yeah, I did. I mean, I, I left in '83, and um, I lived there till I was in my late 20s, and I, I lived there in '83, and I moved to California, and then I've been uh, pretty much in the west part of the country since, and playing up and down the coast, stuff like that. 
All right, man. Well, thanks for calling us, and uh, good luck with everything, all right? Thank you so much, guys. Have a great one. Talk all right, peace. Um, me and Fex, always open to playing new music. Billy D in the house. And the hoodoos. Yeah, he's not alone. All right, we're going to break this. We're going to come back, and you kids are going to go over the the songs that have been played the most in movies. Okay. Are you up for this? I am. Are you ready to stomp Pips' yes. heart out of his chest? You don't have to stomp Pips' heart. Why do you love him so much? I just don't want him to get his heart stomped out of his chest. I'll tell you this, that kid never even has a conversation with me. Pips is very respectful. Is he? Yes. All right, that's nice. That means Anna isn't. Anna's very respectable as well. Thank you. How come you're constantly trying to send her to Astoria? I just we be she's an intern, and that's one of the duties of the interns. You had it made when you were an intern. That was pretty good as an intern. Yeah, I did go. To, I had to go up to him a few times though. Where'd you have to go? Dinosaur barbecue once, mm, yeah, and Sylvia's delicious. a couple of times. I'm not sending her up to either one of those <laughs> locations. <laughs> we'll never get her back. You uptown, I don't even worry about for a second. It was a good time. <laughs> Had fun. Got the food. Got back in a timely manner. Oh, Sylvia's would be a nice little surprise for me today. All right, we got a break. We'll come back uh, and jump back more on it. Um, it's going to be songs have been played most in films. It's the Run of Fest show. Oh, oh, you're all alone. Man, you're stone. If it's gone While the sun is bright Or in the darkest night No one knows She comes and goes Why she means it's Ron Fed show. So We're saying goodbye to Kristen Wake today, who's leaving our show now after seven years. Bye, Kristen. She's on her way to Alcu. We're going on a great time together. And she can talk about whatever she wants. Whatever sort of topics that comes to your mind. Chris, as I like to call her. Right. Or Wiggy, sometimes. That's borderline racial. 
No, she's, she's a cracker. Yeah, but she acts like Eminem does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's time to find the holy grail of movie songs. This is songs that's been used in more movies than any other. Uh, Pips picked out a couple, and Anna picked out a couple. Uh, and how did you find out about these, Anna? What kind of research well, did you do? Well, the first two I've just seen in movies a lot on my own, on mm -hmm. myself. And then the others I just... I searched online for what the top songs were. I had a pretty good idea of what they would be, and I was pretty much And right. you and Pips didn't run against each other on this. You didn't both come up with the same titles. I don't, I don't, really know, weird. I don't know what he came up with, actually. I'm not really sure. I think uh, there was one that we both had, but I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure that we both came up with different ones. All right, let's start off the first one here. All right, so the first one is uh, Rusted Roots, Send Me On My Way. And it's usually in a lot of kid movies, specifically Matilda and Ice Age. Uh -huh. And uh, and I noticed something else that I didn't notice yesterday, but I was thinking of it today, was that in both of those movies, there are kids that don't have parents, or their mm -hmm. parents suck. And the song is used when they're either looking for their parents or making friends with their new substitute parents. It's right. kind of weird. So I just I thought that was pretty interesting. Now let's usually, hear the song, Chris. Yeah. Matilda was left alone. I know you like to text a lot during the show, but... <laughs> I actually just saw these guys. I think it was Thursday. Oh, they have it? other songs besides this one. Because this can hurt you, actually, when the songs get out there like that. It could hurt me. Um, Hank, do you agree with this one? I don't watch a lot of these films. I'm not yeah. sure. Well, I was Well, when I was a kid... It was in a lot of the movies that were out when I was well, a kid. How old, that's how old I, know. I? I, mean, I don't know. I'm not going to speculate. You're pretty old now. <laughs> I was six in 1996, and Jesus. that song had just came out. So, or or there that album had just came out, and it was used in a lot of kids' movies. So that's always kind of stuck with me. So you realize that you guys are in different generations wow, now. This yeah. is fucked In terms up. of that, <laughs> I'm feeling a little long in the tooth. You are. God damn it. <laughs> All right, let's go over to one of Pips's now. Embarrassed. All right, the first one I got, I had to go for just the regular one that's in a billion movies just to get it out of the way. It's this stupid Born to be Wild song by Steppenwolf, only because it's so overused that I can't even listen to the song anymore, which kind of has me going crazy. It started <laughs> off an easy writer, you know, great yeah. biker song, real cool, and then I'm looking this shit up, and I see it's all kids' movies now. We're looking Dr. Yeah. Doolittle. We're doing Problem Child, you know. It's you're killing the song. <laughs> well, I think, I think now it's used ironically. Like a little kid will be on a tricycle and they'll play it. Yeah, rocking it. But when they originally did this in the movie, it was like a you know Bad a dramatic ass. song. Yeah, driving song like they're right. on the fucking road. Yeah, not anymore. They they killed it. <laughs> Completely fucking destroyed it. It hurts me, man. Well, easy. You're gonna be okay. You love Steppenwolf. <laughs> the song's not okay. Not anymore, man. Fuck. It's really funny how like great songs can get burnt to a crisp. Um, Alright. Well, obviously I'm going to know a little more about this song than the one that Anna picked. What else? What do you got next, then? Uh, I think the next one was Mr. Blue Sky from ELO. ELO. That's in a couple of... Uh, that's in a, like a lot of montage scenes where there are just pictures of people getting happy and, yeah. and, and then everything's working out. And Mr. Blue Sky's playing in the background. 
But uh, I noticed that it was in a couple of role models. The invention of lying. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. And that's all fairly new films. Mm-hmm. And this is what, 70s song? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a lot of these movies I actually watched like in the summer of 2010, like all within within each other, and I was like, what's everybody using the song for all of a sudden? This should be a montage of us just doing better all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Moving Fez's shit to Alkyl, he's meeting new friends, moving in with somebody. None of the Al- I thought you were meeting with one of the Alcu guys last week. Um, no, that's coming up uh, later on this week. You excited about it? I'm I'm nervous. I'm very nervous. This is always honest. Mm. Would Jeffrey Tambor be with us in this montage? Oh yeah, I go hope good. So. Good. <laughs> Perfect. All right, this is a good one, Pips. What do you got now? Next one I got is. Probably my favorite epic song used in movies ever. Requiem for a Dream, Lex Externa, Latin for External Light, composed by Clint Madison and Kronos Quartet. This song, no matter in what context, makes it fucking epic. You're in there. You could shoot up heroin. You could storm a <laughs> castle. You're, you're doing it. You're fucking conquering. Yeah, you might be dying. Your arm's getting cut off. Fuck it. It's still fucking epic. Love it. All right. I'm scared of this fucking, this crazy violin song. I always found it scary. You might believe in past lives. (laughs) I remember they used this in the uh, trailer to Lord of the Rings, but never showed up in the film. I hate when they do that. It's annoying. I hate when they'll have, like, a a song in a trailer, you're like, I can't wait till it shows up in a movie, and then it doesn't. But yeah, I, I, I hear this thing all the time. Oh shit, bad stuff's happening. <laughs> but I always just want to see people like recording that. Like they're not even fucking sing, singing any words. Just like a hundred guys together. Good work like, making sounds, guys. <laughs> I need some sound makers to come in today. <laughs> Got a scary scene coming up. Alright, going back to Anna. Mm. Both the kids doing good on this. Oh yeah. I don't know which way I would pick right now. Um Anna, your no, your third song. Oh, uh P Townsend. Let my love open the door. That's oh. in a lot of kids' movies too. It's in, in a lot kids of and chick movies. yeah, chick movies. And I hate that. I'm sorry, I hate that song. I can't believe that someone who was in the Who released a song like that. <laughs> That's oh, like, that's like I don't know. I don't even know. It was actually a big hit. Why? I mean, who knows? I mean, I don't even who know knows? Was, what year was that? 1980. 1980? Oh yeah, it's a giant hit. Yeah, this was, constantly. Yeah. I didn't exist, luckily, when this came out. So you get to hear it now. Yes, mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> you were just a gleam in Chris Stanley's eyes then. <laughs> <laughs> Feel good song. How can you hate this? It feels too good. It doesn't feel real. It does get used a lot. <laughs> yeah, this is fucking use that song. A lot of times, it just means we girls like each other, and we got girl power. <laughs> All right, let's go back to the uh, to the pips. 
Alright, here's one that's overused all the time for the same thing. It's Kung Fu Fighting, mm. Carl Douglas. And I noticed how it went from um, Kung Fu movies to all kids' movies. You see it now, Kung right. Fu Panda, Daddy Daycare, all those types of movies. And I was doing some research on it. I found out it was a B-side of the album. The dude cut it in 10 minutes. The record company says, screw it, it's an A-side. Put it on the A-side of the track, and then it became big. It was kind of like a one-hit wonder type thing. Sure. It does get a lot of cartoon play now. And again, ironically... Like, there's not really anything happening here. He's not really a gun fu man. Oh, he's talking about it pretty well, though. He's gonna <laughs> kick some ass. I like the has the band dress up kind of kung fu <laughs> I'm sure they've already got the rights for the new Hong Kong Fui movie. They're really making that? Yeah, they're supposed to do a Hong Kong Fui. As a cartoon? I think it's, no, I think it's one of those, like, live action, part animated, part CGI, the rest human. Alright, let's go back. Both these uh, are pretty good, though. Feeling very, very strong about both of them. The next one was that I had was I think All Star that Smash Mouth song. Oh God, I mm. forgot that song. So, yeah, I'm sorry. It's but <laughs> it's used a lot. There's and, even in in like in Rat Race, <laughs> they actually perform it live as opposed to just having Shrek dance around to it and get ready in the morning to you know do what right. he's got to do. But yeah, I noticed it's used a lot like in scenes where people are getting ready for the day, like morning routine kind of stuff. But um, yeah, this guy. Even when he was a rock star, looked like somebody's dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're an all star. Mm. What really uh, hurt with this too is not only did it have like Shrek and stuff, but ESPN started using it almost immediately <laughs> for any sporting event. Hmm, the all star breaks coming up, huh? <laughs> I got it. Can we get the rights to that song? You think it's possible? These guys had like, I think, three big hits in a row and were even despised as it was happening. Where he would have to defend himself on stage <laughs> and on TV shows going, Look, dude, then why do we just sell 10 million records if we huh? blow so bad? <laughs> Explain that to me. <laughs> normally, normally you don't have to defend yourself. On the way up. While <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Fuck you. We might as well be walking on the sun. I don't give a shit. Look at the sales. We're killing it. All right, what was the other one, Ed? Might as well be walking on the sun. This um. fucking piece of shit. And then there was the third one. Let me check it out. All right, uh. it's uh, walking, yeah, walking on the sun, all-star. I'm a believer. I think they, they, Oh, they, I'm a monkeys, believer was yeah. gigantic mm -hmm. when they did that because they were... Tied in with another. Oh, and they, they fucking excuse me. They put that song. You're allowed to curse. Watch your I know. Mouth. I try not to though. Yeah. They put that song in movies too. Yeah, those two in, are interchangeable. They're the same. They're really it, the same. It was song. in you some cartoon movie, and I would have like, like Shrek again. Yeah, little culprit. nieces and nephews that would dance around to that constantly. <laughs> Breaking it down here. Ugh. What movie is this? This is Rat Race. 
What was this about? <laughs> They're looking for money. You saw it. You saw it. I What's did it see it. They're looking for t- like some coins that are worth two million dollars, but it's all a trick. Is that Cuba Gooding Jr.? Probably. There's a lot of people in this He's movie. He's in a band. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's a Renaissance man. No, there really are a lot of weird people in this movie. You're like what? You're like why is that person in here? All right. What do we got next, Pips? All right. Next one I found very interesting. Sweet Dreams by the Eurythmix, but. That's played in a couple of movies. You have the Manson cover of the song in a lot of horror movies because it's very dark, right? Um, very creepy, great for those type of movies. Then you have a cover from Maria Bello, the actor, in duets. Then you have another cover from Emily Browning in the movie Sucker Punch. So this song's been redone and remade over and over again and thrown into a bunch of different movies. Well, that's weird. That's why, that's why people covered this thing. I like the original. I like the Maria Bella version. That's your favorite? Yeah. Alright, I'm going to go over to some of the stuff people are writing in. Uh, Walk of Life, Dire Straits. Mm. Uh, that gets used quite a, uh, a bit. Wild Thing gets used. Both Tone Loke and the Trogs. <laughs> Tone Loke should be used fucking in every movie. Um, this guy said Pip should lose for using the word epic. Listen, that mm. is an epic fucking... Yeah, fuck that guy. That's, that song's fucking epic, man. Come on, Wrecking for a Dream, watch the movie. Maybe you'll learn something, buddy. What? Tim says back in black is used in everything. And then Liz says fire says I like Anna's picks better. But Pips has to win based on the number of movies they were in. Hmm. And then this uh, narc just says, forget about the interns. Fez is killing it today. This is a battle. It is. It is a battle. They both brought A games. Kevin from Connecticut's got a good one. Uh, Lowrider. Is used in a ton of yeah. movies. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, whose turn is it now? It's Anna's turn. It's my turn. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think the last one was Katrina and the Waves, Walking on Sunshine. Oh God. That's used yeah. in commercials, television, movies, really any medium where there's any auditory kind of response going on. Is you hear that horrendous song <laughs> when so. um, Jack Black did the dance to High Fidelity though, oh. as he was just slapping everything in the record store. Being a maniac. I know. I do have to defend Jack Black to people all the time, because I still you think he's to? funny. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You despise him? Not, not a fan. That's for sure. This is what I go through all the time with people. He's just very. I don't know. He's like that annoying kid. Yeah. You know that just. It's really funny. You just though. want to get away from. Huh? I like to hang out with that annoying kid. Hmm. Go to some of the shows. That gets a little Scott right there for a second. Now 
Hey, uh, Jason, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, Run and Fez. Um, I got one. It's uh, Peter David of Salisbury Hill. They use that in every romantic comedy since, like, 1990. Yeah, we talked about that, but a lot of times they use it even more in trailers. Yeah. Yeah, this is a tra- this is a this is a little a trailer fucking mm-hmm. song. Imagine two interns, both <laughs> trying to pro- to impress a producer, <laughs> who's trying to fill in for second Mike. <laughs> what? Kind of for crazy. a host who's got his eye on OutQ. <laughs> it's a wild story. It's a wild story, <laughs> told in French, with puppet groundhogs. The funny thing about that is, like, I don't even think this was all that popular a song even when it came out. Off the album? Yeah, but the the beginning part of that is very kind of cinematic and nice. And it always looks like a nice place to live when you hear that. Like, yeah, this looks like a nice neighborhood. It's suburban. (laughs) But wait, there's inside those houses, there's something wrong. Inside those houses, there's something wrong. Every husband's an alcoholic. <laughs> oh, and Rob Cross is going to kill them all. <laughs> all right, start from the beginning. What if you had a radio station <laughs> with a comedian smoking a cigarette inside? <laughs> the hijinks would start, and people would still be talking about it eight hours later. How would the next show deal with it? Could they deal with fucking cigarette smoke? <laughs> Luckily for them, they do smoke. <laughs> so they don't give two fucks. Actually, they can't smell anything anymore. <laughs> or taste. <laughs> All right, Pips, what do you got? What epic song you got next? Epic. <laughs> the uh, the last one was first made for to inspire people, very inspirational. Chariots of Fire, but. It somehow became into a spoof, where all movies use it as a spoof, mocking out someone that has no place of achieving anything. And, um, yeah, that's really it, man. I'm lost on it. What's he talking about? Chariots of Fire? You never heard okay. that? Okay, yeah. I just forgot by the time we got to the end of it. All right, it's a good point. That when this came out, I think it even won the Oscar. For best. And then, now, if you're doing Guys Running... In a comedy, you have to play something like this. They even used it in old school at the end when they had to do like the physical challenges yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Vacation used it when they were running through the parking lot. And the weird thing is, this scene is a lot more popular than the movie. No one remembers the movie. <laughs> it won an Oscar, film. but everyone knows... It was about some, I don't know, like 1900 fucking Olympic team. And when you're watching it, you're just like, what? You're just good at least. At the end, they go, the Titanic still hasn't even been built yet. That's the last line of the movie. Great. Perfect. A lot of shit happened, too. Luckily, there hasn't been any world wars. (laughs) And hopefully, there never will be. All right, let's move it over. Anna's going to pull this out with her last... the last one. She had her last Trina one. Trina the Waves was the last one. Oh. Trina the Waves was her last pick. Uh, you've heard them both. X, who you who you pulling for? I'm pulling for my man Pips. See, I just don't want it done on that level. Listen, Pips, look, look, at, look at the films all these movies are in. It's research. 
That is research, Anna. Read and weep. I'm going to pick Anna based on the same thing as you did. <laughs> just friendships. Now, we will need Fez Watley oh. to be the tiebreaker. The VP comes in as the tiebreaker. I am going with Staten Island Anna. Oh, he does hate me! Thank you. He does. And you're Thank sober! You. <laughs> now, why'd you do that, Fez? Bullshit! I just think, I think hers, I connected more with, just hit when I heard them. That's a good line that you said after. How many kids' movies do you watch, Anna? <laughs> Yeah, that first one, I never even heard of the song before. Come on! And You've then never she... heard that song. Now mm -mm. it's in a bunch of commercials, too. Did you know that song, Hicks? No, I had no idea. And then Anna went to the concert the other night. I did, Rusted Root. How could you, like, suspend so much? How many I, other I people were there? How many other people? Yeah. <laughs> I was with, I was with like, three of them. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Three of the Roots? Yeah. But, how, um, how many people were in the crowd? It wasn't a lot, I'll be honest. It wasn't a Where lot. Where was the show? It was at the Highline Ballroom. Couldn't fill that out. <laughs> it really wasn't that many. No. <laughs> See if Chariots of Fire starts touring. I don't need other people to like my. Uh, I know shit, that's good. I like. That's good. But of course, this was I mean, based it did on smell that. Like, like a lot of patchouli in there, so that was a little offensive. But other than that, um, it's pretty good. Adam, you're on the Run of Fez show. Adam from Yonkers. Yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, how about Somewhere Over the Rainbow? John Woo's used it in every single one of his movies. And then you got that Pacific Islander guy. I'm not sure of uh, his name, but he used it. They use that in a lot. Oh, that Israel well. guy. All right, this is up on the iBank today, too, in one of the boxes. Here's a good one, Mr. Sensitive. Who let the dogs out is used constantly <laughs> in kids' movies. All a dog has to do is go through the dog door. Oh, yeah. Who let them them out? Let the dogs out. <laughs> um... There we go. Cardhead said their ten songs make up the entire soundtrack for Look Who's Talking. <laughs> it's very that is funny. True. Uh, Pixies, uh, Where's My Mind, Sucker Punch, and Fight Club. Stranglehold gets used for a lot of trailers. Fortunate Son is in every Vietnam movie, says Landshark. Hey, um, I want to promote uh, so, some uh, some things on the concert, the Crazed Concert Calendar. Oh, good. What's on the Crazed Concert Calendar? Um, Giant Panda Gorilla Dub Squad on July twenty seventh. That sounds going fun. To have a cruise. Ugh. Going around the going around the. Um, uh, the um, the um, Statue of Liberty. It's going to be awesome if you're a giant panda fan. Or a Statue of Liberty fan. It works out either way. <laughs> yeah. Or Anna or, just calls that a ride home. Yeah. I've and, done then, that. Um, and then uh, and then you got the Rock the Bells, which uh, it, which it, a lot of good a lot of good a lot of uh, good rappers and bands are going to be there. We got Nas. He's been there. A lot. Common, mm -hmm. Ice Cube, 
Bone Thugs and Harmony, Method Man and Red Man doing the uh, the uh, blackout in its entirety. Uh, Dipset and the Dick <laughs> Diplomatics, Deltron Thirty Thirty, which which is uh, which is which uh, features Dell and Automator and Kid Koala. The most you're going to every one of these shows, Christ? Underrated rap groups, in my opinion. Yeah, what? you're going to every one of these shows. No, 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 no. It's all on one show, Ronnie. It's, okay. It, it, but it's like two shows. Okay. So you're doing concert calendar now? Yeah. Okay. And, and uh, this is all, all on on the venue. Naughty by Nature is going to be there. Big Daddy Kane, <laughs> Salt and Pepper, Slick Rick. All right, you, you sold this. What else is happening? I'm there, dude. Um, I don't... Uh, 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 that that's it for the concert calendar, man. So pretty much <laughs> two uh, shows. But, but but pretty much it, it sounds like a good show. The Rock Bells. The, it's a two day festival, and the um, and the uh, Giant Panda Gorilla Dub Squad doing the cruise on July twenty seventh. All right, buddy. Thanks, Andrew. You're on Ronnie Fez. Hey, Ronnie B. Uh, in yeah. nineteen eighty six, Twist and Shout by the Beatles was used in two different movies that came out two weeks apart from each other. Back to school and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. All right, good call on that. Twist and shout. Beatles version. Hey, Colonel, you're on the Run of Fez show. Colonel, once, twice. Oh, hey, Ron, how are you? Hey, buddy. Um, I'm Billy and Hoodoo's manager, and I just want to say thank you for playing today. Sure. Yeah. They're breaking out real big, and we really appreciate anything you can do to help us. Yeah, uh, we we dug them. Uh, we actually found out from a caller about them today, and we put it on. It was very strong. Oh, uh, we're getting we're getting such a tremendous response. Uh, I'll I'll put in a mail to you the CD and a DVD on it. All right, that'll be great. We'll try to get you. Uh, we'll move it over to uh, some of the other channels here. Yeah, Pass great. All right. I I live in Nashville, but I'm coming back home to New York. I was a New York agent manager for 27 years. So, oh, great! But we really appreciate it, and we can uh, we thank you very much. All right, my brother. Thank you. Take care. Take care. Bye. All right, a lot of music talk today. Oh yeah, Billy Dean, the Hoodoo's baby, the Colonel calling in. It's like uh, you feel the heat. You feel the heat right now. Um. Here's one. What about Gary Glitter? Isn't that song in every sports movie ever? Well, it's uh, basically in every arena right it's now. It's a jock jam. It is a jock jam. Um, and this person just said epic list, dudes. Anna wins. Um, then Seinfeld used Chariots of Fire in the Big Race episode. I believe he did. The semi-charm kind of life. Yeah, that one is a closing time. Is that the one he's talking about? There's closing time and the semi. Uh, what do you call it? From third life. Eye Blind. Third yeah, eye Third Eye Blind. Mm -hmm. But then who but was closing time? Closing that time was um, uh, semi sonic. Semi sonic. That's why I get that fucking. I was fucking locked in there. They're both seminal bands of that era. There's <laughs> you know, a little closing time.
I could have came up with that little fucking piano thing myself. <laughs> hey, Hicks, um, send that song on over to um, to the iBang. We'll put it up today. I'm starving today. And jump on the subway. No. You need to start thinking in advance. You've got to know how I'm going to feel on any given day. All right, I'm going to try to do that. We used to have all these great surprises. Remember that? Would there be fun surprises? Where did the surprises come from? Is that the story? Surprise. Oh, okay. We never know. Luckily, I can get out of here right at three today. Got a little something to take care of. Yeah. Well, you'll be taking care of it yourself. <laughs> take me home. Uh, Dan, you're on the Run of Fez show. What up, Ron? You're the man. Uh, yeah. I was thinking in the beginning of 2001, Space Odyssey, they used that fucking thing everywhere. Elvis used to even bring himself out to that fucking song. As he should have. Like, he wouldn't even come walking out till he was dead. Would you consider that epic, Pips? <laughs> no, I would not consider that epic. What's oh, epic to you? What's going to be epic? Epic records and tapes? No, 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 no. I don't. I, listen, you guys are saying I use epic all the time. Not you, not I, like I, that. you just the did. Listeners you are, just used it again. The <laughs> listeners are saying it. No, I understand that. I was saying that one song though. I, I feel that it really gets emotional <laughs> in Requiem for a Dream. That's all. You like that movie? Love it. I think that thing has less to do with dope than any film I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's just a bit extreme. I, I... a little broad. <laughs> <laughs> ass to ass, smash oh potatoes, God. fucking weirdness. Then they, then they do the same thing they do in every fucking movie to prove that a girl has a terrible drug problem <laughs> that she can't deal with. She's with a black man. That's when we're all supposed to go. She belongs in rehab. <laughs> She's hit rock bottom, Jesus. guys. It's She's the most racist David. fucking <laughs> thing in every movie. She's so sick on dope. Mm -hmm. She's with a black man. She'll go so low. <laughs> To miscegenate. And if I was a bomb, I'd be like, come on, dude. <laughs> come on. I don't even think it was a senator at that time when that movie came out. Still. <laughs> He's in the theaters, like, what the fuck? Then we should do a thing where when that happens during the movie, we can start blowing whistles during the film. <laughs> it's a foul. Where are you on the West Anderson for me right now? Is that, am I going right after the show? No, you're not going after the show. Dates are coming. I'm supposed to go to Johnny's party tonight, but now you got this other thing for me after the show. It'll be real quick. It starts it's to be, be too quick. much. It's gonna be quick. It's gonna be quick. Am I gonna have time to eat before then? Right, you can be able to eat right afterwards. I can't. That's too long. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's a perfect amount of time. I'll just get out of here. It's a perfect amount of time. Um, Joker in L.A. Yeah. Hey, Ronnie, Fezzy, Garden Gnome. Uh, how about the theme song from uh, all the Bond movies? Isn't that played in about everything you hear anymore? Um, it actually does get parodied quite a bit. Now, um, our good friend, Duncan Jones. What am I saying, good friend? It's the best friend we've ever had in our life. Love Duncan. Uh, who's the young sci-fi director. Moon. I love Moon. Was one of them, and Source Code was the other. He came in after Source Code with us. He is going to make a film about Ian Fleming... The guy who wrote the James Bonds. And Ian Fleming was living some kind of a crazy World War II life That's working cool. with 
whatever those guys are called over there. Uh, MI6, I think. Whoever their CIA is. Yeah. yeah, they're badasses. That's pretty fucking cool. He's getting out of the sci-fi thing, jumping right into a spy movie, basically. Yeah, but it's kind of, I guess, sci-fi-ish, because... You know, Ian Fleming wrote those James Bonds, which are kind of borderline sci-fi. None of those things existed. You know, any of those weapons and shit. Yeah, Moonraker, I guess, really couldn't happen in real life. Real life is where you live, dude. Fuck me, man. I just want to shoot lasers on a moon base. Uh, Bad to the Bone, George Thorogood has come up. Ten years after, I'd love to change the worlds in a ton of movies. Hmm. Wipeout and uh, Tequila used a lot. Summertime Blues is used a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sal, you're on the Run of Face show. Yeah, Ron. How's everybody doing? How about Tom Petty's American Girl? That's in every move. And then somebody's driving down a car thinking. That's all you hear. They have given that away a lot more than I ever expected Petty to. Wasn't that in, in uh, Silence of the Lambs when she gets yeah. killed? Oh, yeah. She when she's driving the van. And yeah. stops in the middle of the night. Yeah, she's like singing along. She's like, yeah. Yeah, she's not the one who gets killed, though. She doesn't get killed. She's the one that gets kidnapped. Yeah. She's the, the senator or the champ, whatever. Was she a great big fat person? <laughs> and scene. <laughs> Exhausting. You have another biscuit? She's been paying attention for weirdos trying to kidnap her instead of singing fucking Tom Petty songs. <laughs> Fuck up. Look, if she doesn't, we don't have a movie, do we? <laughs> he could have found another girl. Yeah, but then you'd be pissed at that fucking girl. <laughs> I'm going to make a... Who's going to stop and think, all right, someone may want to cut diamond shapes out of my back because Me, I'm a little I overweight. Never, if I was driving down a dirt road at night and yeah. some crazy guy standing, some not, well, just any guy, any man is standing outside saying, can you help me put boxes yes. in a truck? You're I would from, say, you know. You're from fucking New York. Of That's course why you don't. you're right. Okay. But when you're in places where <laughs> normal people live, they try to uh -huh. help each other. No. They're like, sir, do you need anything? Fuck no. Can yeah. I hold that knife That's for you? That's what the police and OnStar are for. I don't, I don't have to be helping grown men put boxes in a truck. Do you realize, like, if you're anywhere else in the country, how little you want that OnStar is going to do for you? Huh? Some of these places, they wait for a train every three days. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck that. Everybody just be more <laughs> self-sufficient. And whatever, there was news stories about this fucking killer out. People knew there was a serial killer out. I'm going to make a fucking movie for Hicks where nothing bad happens. <laughs> so he'd be like, he'll say to Sarge, anything going on right now? No. Well, if you guys want, you can head on home early, watch a ball game on TV. Where's the plot? The fuck? Uh, Sarge, do you think we can move the plot along a little bit? <laughs> Is she a great big fat person? <laughs> uh, Jay, you're on Hey, boys. I, yeah. I, every time, I love this song, but every, it's a hack bit. Every single time two individuals are about to sleep together or whatever, they always play Let's Get It On by fucking... Uh, Marvin Gaye. Yeah, they do. And a lot of times it's just like ironic, like, you know, 
when grandpa wants to be with grandma, they'll do this. Now they're going to make sweet love. Yeah. Old people fucking. <laughs> hey, by the way, One Crazy Summer was on the other day, and I watched the whole goddamn thing. Because we're best friends with everybody in the movie now. It's awesome. But man. they were almost wall-to-wall soundtracks, and I'm like, what did they pay for their soundtrack? Maybe it was less back then. Maybe not, because the music industry was in better shape. Now I'm sure that, you know, fucking the piracy, they're, they're just bleeding people. I know um, Mad Men paid 250 grand to play a Beatles song a couple weeks ago. 250 grand for a TV show. For, for the, the song. And, they, and it was like a, a gift to pay that because apparently the, the guy was been trying to get in touch with Paul McCartney to fucking use music in Mad Men for, like, since the show started. And he was like, yes, he finally let me get it for 250 grand. <laughs> but it's not like more people are going to watch that show for that. Oh, he, he was like, it, it made perfect sense in the scene because it was the 60s. And, I don't know. What song did he use? Yesterday? No, no. Yesterday. It was off Revolver, I can't remember. Nothing off of Revolver should have cost 250000 <laughs> Tomorrow never knows. Let's face it, that's not a gigantic fucking song. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not like you're getting Hey Jude out of them. Yeah, it was an odd choice. And we can play it here for free. That's right. That's what I don't understand. That's right, fuck you. I never understand the record business. That's how it goes. Uh, did you say we needed to break more? Yeah, we need a break. No, someone will do. What do you want to talk about when we get back? What's on your mind today? Oh, uh, the Google CEO came out and uh, started talking shit to all of his disciples. I like to, I like to see that. I love that shit. Mm. Hey, the uh, the unmasked is up too on the Interrobang right now. Billy Bob, and Joel. Oh, Murray. the Billy Bob is up too. Oh, Bobcat and Joel Murray. Well, so now you're calling them yeah, Billy Bob. I got. There's I got, no I sense saw. even putting Billy Bob up. It's been so fucking long now. Bobcat. And Joel Murray in the house. Yeah. On the interbank. On the what? On the interbank. I'm glad you plugged it as Billy Bob. Brain is fried. Bobcat. Joel Murray. No Billy. There he is in front of a Waffle House. Love Waffle House. We got any fucking like sausage, egg, and cheese uh, sandwiches? No, I could send Anna though. Do you want something? I will go and get you something to eat. No, I don't want anything to happen to you because nothing's gonna happen. There's... I saw that fucking movie where they cut the fucking things out of that girl's back. What? We're just talking about yeah, it. Sounds... Somebody's gonna drive up in the van, throw you in the back. You'll be in a pit. <sighs> Goodbye, horses will be playing. <laughs> oh no, that I don't need. Why not? It's a good song. I know, but it's just it makes me think of. Sounds of the Lambs <laughs> freaks me out. I fucking play this at bars now. It's great. <laughs> you put it on the... On the House uh, parties? Who doesn't want to fucking dance? It's the greatest this? fucking oh song. It's the shit. And no one ever brings this up, but he really started fucking looking good once he put on the makeup and tucked his penis. <laughs> I was like, ain't no dick there. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and his nips were done so nicely with the rings in them. Cool tattoos and nice weird fucking horn tattoos. I'm going to turn off the lights and then put on this infrared mask. Uh. <laughs> I fuck me.
say, never got to finish that suit. Yeah, I know. It's going to look really good on him. I wish he would just would have made a vest just to see what it would have looked like. <laughs> All right, new uh, snack coming out in a couple minutes, too. Always work today. Break. Hold on. Right back. It's the Run of Fetish Show. On what science is now describing as a Monday, and this show is going fast as fuck. Because we only get like about a fucking half hour left, and we haven't been able to get you on here except for being angry about the kid being sent to jail. You thought he should have gotten less time. What would you like to talk about today? Uh, this is on the IB wire. This you can go gay and not gay, uh, unisexual, trisexual, whatever you want to do. I'm going to go, uh, I guess, just uh, across the genders here. Straight. This is the uh, marketing idea from Sprite. It's on the wire. A really clever marketing idea. Just a great way to see Brazilian girls get wet. Hmm? Wh- where on the beach, Sprite sets up these giant Sprite showers for everyone to cool off in. I love Sprite. What are you talking about, a Sprite shower? Well, it's, uh, it's on the beach, and then what they do is they let people get drenched in Sprite. No, they don't. That's not Sprite? How could that be That's Sprite? Water, right? it's a Why would sprite anyone machine? lay in Sprite? It's sticky. Well, that's what I was saying. It was so disgusting. A day at the beach right. is bad enough. I haven't even seen this. Oh, the beach is fun. Um, that can't be Sprite. Can I'm it? clicking it. All right. It's the Sprite showers beach was stand under the drink dispenser. Cold water was poured down on them. So it's a it's a shower, Fez. Give me a pound. Mm-hmm. Lock it. Pop it. Uh, now, there is a thing up there right now about the naked Brazilian girl walking through the supermarket totally nude. Fuck, that's sexy. And then she's taking a shower in Sprite. Why would she... Do you read this? Seriously. Do you read the Interabag? Yes. It took me two seconds to find the world. Cold water was poured down on them. Um... This sounds fucking sexy. Oh, yeah. This is sexy. And for any of you fellas, it is not safe for work. I should close the blinds. Yeah, close the blinds in case somebody wants to smoke in here. Um, let's check this out. All right. 
Boston Market. Oh my God. Oh. Lady Cadaver. Gorgeous. Wow. What is it about Brazilian women that make them the most beautiful women on the planet? She is stunning. Well, it is the plastic surgery capital of the world. I never knew that. Yeah. Now, I was curious about this. I've always heard the term plastic surgery. Yeah. What do they put, plastic in there? Why is the word plastic used? Well, lipo is plastic surgery. I guess no plastic is going in. Shit's just only going out. I thought maybe for the face. They'll put pieces of plastic in your face to fucking make your face look different. You're just trying to come up with an answer now. No, I think they do that. I'm not trying to come up with an answer. I you remind me of 7-Up Shower right now where you just see something. You try to, instead of reading, to, instead of taking the two seconds to look up, you're trying to guess. I'll look up a Wikipedia article right now. I mean, there's someone taking a bath in Coca-Cola. Ew. All right. In the term plastic surgery, mm-hmm. the adjective plastic denotes sculpting. Thank you. I was way off. So you're plasticing it or sculpting it. Derives from the Greek plastike. The art of mod- the art of modeling of malleable flesh. So they actually act like you're mo- molding the flesh. Yeah. Sculpted surgery would be a better name. It sounds a little bit more uh, artistic. Did you take your spray bath? Not yet. You should take one. They're refreshing. Lime and lemon. Mmm. Mmm. Would you ever have any of that kind of surgery done? I wonder what I need to get done. I'm, I'm fucking, I'm feeling good. You have your eyes widened. No, I like them the way they are. Them or it? <laughs> them. There's two. It's so tight. Have you heard that your whole life? No. You basically look like you got one eyeball. That's creepy. A lot of people have been lying to me then. Um, when we started over here at XM, Rob Cross said to me, now you're going to keep the one-eyed man, or do you want to... Really, said that. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll have to have a talk with Rob Cross. I don't need him fucking... And then the other word that he called girl, I can't even begin to tell Oh, you. God. Oh, that's not good. But no, they didn't like Earl anyway. <laughs> no. And Earl was, you know, nuts. Yeah, he didn't have a good first impression. Because he... <laughs> It all works out well, though, because, like, Hard Rock Johnny says, he's a perfect employee. I guess the Hard Rock, as the vibe manager, weird. It seems like no one can get fired there. <laughs> I wonder how I would do there. As vibe manager? Oh, let me just try this. <clears throat> right, yeah. How many in your party? Four. Uh, it's going to take us about 20, 25 minutes. I mean, you can't get a faster table. I don't want to wait 25 minutes. You already just knocked 30 seconds off. Okay. So you're closing. Listen. Yeah. Substitute just went up there. Oh. <laughs> well, it's pretty good fucking scene here. Didn't know there was a music video for that song. And here, I have a jawbreaker. By the time you finish that jawbreaker. I don't want a jawbreaker. I want a cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah, but when you're done the jawbreaker, you'll get your cheeseburger. Why don't, when you're waiting like that, they just take your thing then... And then finally, 
when you walk up there, your food's ready. I think because they're afraid people will walk away, even if they do make their order. Someone else isn't going to want that cheeseburger? <laughs> Everybody wants a fucking cheeseburger. Well, if it's cooked medium and someone wants it medium well. Can I get a half burger, please? I need a full burger. Um, tell the truck driver that he and his manager already called in. So we got it. Yes. We all feel good about it. Billy D and the hoodoos. Hoodoo. It's uh, good news for everybody out there right now. And I know we're supposed to wait till 3 o'clock, but the 3 o'clock snack going up. Mm, fuck yeah. And it's girls in boy shorts. Now, I don't even know what that means most of the time. Boy shorts are what came after the thong in women's underwear. I didn't know this. I think. I'm not 100% sure. So that was kind of like a smack back against the thong? Yeah. See, there's a boy short right there. More material, not less. Framing the ass. All right, Pips, we're all going to pick our favorite right now. I know what would be my favorite, but I got a problem with it. Uh-uh. I got my favorite. Right there. <laughs> That's my favorite. Smack that? <laughs> Only because of what she said? Yeah, I like the, I like the fucking... And she picks for it for her ass. You are... Um, somewhat of a... Uh, a guy who likes to, to spank women, huh? I just like the words. They're fucking cool. What's that? Yes. Smack that? Yeah, smack that. I know there was a smack that brand of fucking panty. Now, here's my thing. I would obviously go for third row, first girl. That would be an easy pick. Except for that fucking tattoo that, that I hate. Tat. I had nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. So it looks like there's flowers, nothing like weird or crazy. Yeah, but what's wrong with skin? Beautiful it's, skin. It's so plain and uninky. You know what? My mom would say to her, if you were born with that, we'd all cry and try to have it removed for you. It's <laughs> good advice. I know. Anytime I want to fucking just get my mom into a, a fucking talking crazy, I mean, like, think about having some work done, getting some ink. <laughs> <laughs> just so I could hear her repeat the same lines over and over. My vote's in. All right, it's in second place right now. Where's my girl? Already moved in on easy first. No, it looks like the last girl's doing very well. What's her story? I didn't even give that enough time. Yeah, she's kind of interesting. Te amo. Te That's amo. a big ass. And she's got what written on there? Te amo. What was that, like a little cigar, cheap Mexican cigar for people? <laughs> I think it's like I love you or something. I'm not sure. My girl. Oh, that's weird. That Anything on the big television screen tonight? On Mondays. Any basketball running? Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, Oklahoma. It's Thunder uh, Lakers. They're gonna close it up tonight if the fucking Thunder takes it. I thought it's over already. No, th uh, Thunder's up uh, three one. Oh, I'm going Spurs drop the Clippers. Yeah, Spurs drop the Clippers. Yeah, they uh, ended that. 
Well, I want the Lakers out too then. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, and he's been coming back. Yeah, two two. It's tied now. What it, about hockey now? What's the next one? It's Rangers Devils tonight at eight at in Jersey. Curtis, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, Ronnie, for the three o'clock snack, please tell me that you included Scarlett Johansson in the boy shorts and the sweater. Uh, I'm not the one who puts this up, or I would have had that there immediately. What's the next one? Um, Tasty Fresh Teens. It's a dirty website. Kyla Finch writes, at least five of these picks are thongs or briefs. What? Oh, I don't think there's a thong up there. No, there's no thongs here. Definitely not. Where's the thong? I think they're all boy shorts. I guess you could say that one with the American thing on it. Mm, it's still a boy short. It just pulled up a little bit. There's certainly nothing there I would call a thong. I did not know that they had the name boy shorts, though. Yeah. I guess because dudes wear the... I had <laughs> well, this guy writes dead center for the win. Um, no. Tied it up. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm like the Miss America pageant. You're going to lose <laughs> points with me. There you go. All right, 3 she says, the mom is taking pictures of her daughter's ass. That could never be happening. I, I think it's her friend. I hope it's not the mom. Oh, look, honey, look at that ass of yours. Yeah, boys are going to like that. Mm. Um... Dan Harmon is out as the community showrunner. He was kicked to the curb and for... Blindsided. Yeah, no real uh, reason. No yeah. real reason at all. Somebody just kicked him the fuck out. Uh, Ian, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, what's happening? Yeah. Listen, I was wondering if we're going to have a 3 o'clock snack for Fezzy. Fez is always welcome to put one together. But that would take a little bit of work, but that would be up to him. Well, twink time? Yeah, he could do a twink time if he ever wanted to, but he'd have to be able to uh, pull it off. I'm curious if he can get the right species. Oh, maybe like bulges. Just call it bulge boys. Oh, oh God. Again in boy shorts. Uh, this fucks community, by the way. It's done. Yeah, for, he wrote, he put out like, out like an open letter to like all the fans and to Sony because apparently they didn't tell him anything. He mm -hmm. just found out he was fired. He, his, he, he had his hand in everything. Like he was a fucking real. Sh he was a. He fucked with Chevy Chase, though. You fucked up, then, dude. <sighs> but he did that Chevy Chase joke. He never had another good day. Yeah, this show is fucking in bad shape, losing him. And everyone was so happy that it came back. Like, it was canceled, yeah. now we're going to save it. No. 
Well, all those NBC shows, I think, were only offered like 12 episodes or something next year. Yeah, it was a half a season. And then, you know, I'm watching like summer TV is all like dog watchers and ninja warriors and it's just dog shit. Really shitty reality shows. But it's stuff I wouldn't even watch. I wouldn't even think would be able to draw anything on one of the small channels. And now they're starting to put a show up about a guy who walks dogs around? Yeah, that was, that's a really weird one. I don't know Here's how the hell that happened. Me. A guy who walks dogs around New York can get a reality show. But somebody who's drawing on Broadway can't get on TV. You know? No. No. But this guy probably has sass and is a character. I'm just lost. Oh, he's LA, uh, LA Dog Walker. It's insane. L.A. Dog Walker. What the <laughs> fuck for? Uh, here's a weird story that was out. Uh, John Waters got picked up hitchhiking by this indie band. And they tweeted and put out pictures of him. They were talking to him. Sometimes when life just gets him down, he starts fucking hitchhiking. Oh, you don't have nothing to be down about, John Waters. Well, what yeah. I'm saying, to get away from it all. This is a vacation for him. I'm not saying he's feeling fucking sorry for himself, Chris. I'm saying rather than go on a regular vacation, he starts hitchhiking like it's fucking 1968. Like he's a drifter. Just drifting along. There's something weird about that story that's got me. Maybe like they tried to abduct him or something. Yeah, I just don't know if John Waters could defend himself on the fucking open road out there. You know what I mean? He doesn't look like he can. Or maybe he was looking for something weird to come down. It's like, oh, no, you're going to kidnap me, huh? Yeah, tie me up in the back of your van. <laughs> yeah, nobody can stop you now, I guess. Um, we also got this video up on the iBang about um, hooters and hula hoops. There's a girl in a little hooter outfit, which, face it, should be redone by now. And she's doing a hula hoop, which is one of the few things out there that's older than hooters. Well, it's good. It's a, you know, it's a good toy to show it off. Wait, did you guys get me winks today? No, there's no is that wings. why you guys keep winking at each other? There's no winking. What's Didn't the get makeup? Any wings. What's the makeup for? What do you really got for me? Because we're almost at the end, and then I got that meeting after the show. What did you guys work out? No food. You're winking back and forth. I know something's going on. No, no. I know I bitched enough. No lunch. I know that you would. I, I'm the guy, not you. I get that completely. They, uh, yeah, they released the fucking footage exclusively to the Post. They wouldn't give it out to anyone else. This is exactly what I want a beat cop to be doing. To know who the guys are and talking to them before they get in trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is how you scare kids straight. That I know you're out here, you think you're fucking around and all, but I'm keeping an eye on you. He wasn't tasering anyone. Exactly. Don't wait until they do something and then have to come down hard on them. This is a way to teach kids. Daddy's fucking all over the post. Ask him if he wants to come up to the Upper East Side. I love that. I'm walking around my block. Yeah, transfer, I guess. I'll just be like this. <laughs> Nothing to do around here. <laughs> they closed the rec center. You punks. Facebook what? stocks down three dollars. 
Down from what? It was a uh, 38. Shit. Well, why is it worth anything? It's a good question. It's just Facebook. Like, right before it uh, dropped, something came out like only 40... It's, it, it, the thing was, only 44% of people click on ads from Facebook. I can't believe 44% of people click on ads on That's Facebook. That seems like a really high to me, too. I, I've never clicked on any... Why would I click on an ad on Facebook? I'll tell you this, I don't watch any ads on TV. No, fuck that. I'm either fast-forwarding, or if I'm watching in real time, I'm hopping up for a second. Only thing I watch online, ad-wise, is goddamn smoking fucking commercials they put in front of every video. Alright, um... Let's have the surprise now. What is it? The surprise is there is no surprise. Alright, here's the surprise for you, then. I'm out. You outie? Yeah, I'm not hanging around for that meeting after. <sighs> Please do me a favor. Yeah. Say to Rob and Steve, fuck you very much. But... Right, hold on. Fuck you very much. But say it in words so they understand I'm saying thank you very much. All right. I still haven't eaten yet. I still haven't eaten yet. I thought there would be a surprise for me today. I thought that... P.S. I will be back for the Thursday ice cream mixer. I will be back. Make sure we have banana this year. For ice cream mixer, make sure we have banana. You know what? Change the fuck you to thank you very much. So they know I'm on their side. Thank you very much. Tell me the truth, though. What did you guys work out for the surprise? We haven't worked out anything. Red letter day today, huh, boys? Is that good or bad, red letter? You'll see. <laughs> oh, there's that fucking Strauss gun guy. They say he faces gang rape accusations. This what guy the hell's is going on with this French weirdo? He can't get rape off his fucking mind. He wakes up in the morning with the whole feeling, I gotta rape somebody. Jesus, man. Keep your dick butter in your pants. Please, pull out. Jizz on it, not in it. Bobby, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, why don't you send Fez out to go get the lunches or whatever? He doesn't do anything in the radio show anyway. Well, that would be his call. Fez, you want to start getting lunches? Could be a way to, you know, get yourself back involved in it. I'll go get you some lunch now. No, during the show. Oh. No, I mean, that's we're going to have more interns soon, and we'll have plenty of people for that. That doesn't help me now, though. No, it doesn't. Soon sounds like forever away. No, it's soon. It's not forever away. All because we're afraid Anna will get killed and raped. I don't think she's going to get killed and raped. Not in that order. <laughs> that's it for us. Three o'clock snack is up. Make sure you vote. And that's the end of my show. Donk. This has been the Ron and Fez Show. 